Oh, it was nice to bring that one back. What's happening, guys? All right, let me scooch. Let me scooch. How's everybody doing? Oh, how's it going? Oh, more live streaming, more discussion, but this time with the Patreon family, which is always fun to do. How's everybody doing? Everybody okay? Having a good day, huh? Still, yeah, sun's still going down over here, so. Uh, wee! There we go. Phil, hope to talk to you. Uh, Jade, what's up? What's happening? We got Jason here. Morbin versus Batten time. <laughs> yeah, I saw that when it came to uh, people talking about Batgirl in the script, supposedly. I'm like, was that a real thing? Was that actually a real thing? I don't know. What's going on, M, M Enterprises? What's going on? Hey, Lane. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Who else we got here? We got Stephanie. Yes. Good. Always good to see you. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Abel? All right. It's too late over here. Maybe next time. Well, there you go. You know. I try to start a little earlier than usual. Sometimes we usually start these things at 8 o'clock. So, you know, it happens. Um, but anyways, hopefully you guys are good. Yeah. If you guys want to join just, uh, you know, it's the Patreon family, you know, and I, I try to uh, do as much as I can for the supporters of Patreon. And I'm like, Hey, if you're going to like, uh, help support the channel, come on and talk. Let's talk. Let's have a chat. Let's have a live chat. So, you know, if you want to join, go ahead and, uh, you know, just join the Patreon and get to, get that to you. I may or may not have the, uh, <laughs> Uh, but don't fall asleep again there, Phil. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to have to tell me about that one. What's going on, buddy? We got uh, Boomish. How you doing, Bainwall? If I'm saying your name right, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right, guys. Hopefully you guys uh, watch the Walter Hermata video. I try to make it somewhat entertaining um, when it came to that. So anybody who watched it, it was funny because, you know, my immediate thought when, when I was writing the 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 concept of the video i was like all right there'll be celebration when we hear about walter hermata possibly quitting but then of course then there's like that follow-up article from the rap that basically says that hey no they actually want to keep him here and blah 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 so i was like all right well obviously i should use hello darkness my old friend but i went oh i did this before and i got a copyright thing and I'm like i can't do that because ew. so then i decided to make my own version of that. So, and I was like, you know what? Why not do that? You know, so, all right, man. Hey, hopefully we'll get to talk to you, Carrie. You know, get that, trying to get that inner set up. Yeah, new place. And I get how that is. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. So then I just kind of made the joke out of the fact that I couldn't use the actual song. And I was like, all right. So hopefully, thank you. Uh, thank you uh, for saying that, Lane. I was like, hopefully it, Hopefully it uh, looks good or sounds good or whatever. I was just, I figured, why not? Because, yeah, I originally was like full on. I was like, oh, I'm just going to use that. And I went, wait a minute, I can't do that. It's copyright. So then I thought, oh, I'll just, and then I thought, all right, I'll just try to use some other sad music, some royalty free sad music. But then, then I was like, no, no, let me just make the music myself. So I, I did it myself. <laughs> just so stupid just so stupid but fun so all right okay i'm gonna go ahead and drop the link for the patri the patrons 
So expect it right now. Let's see. Drop it over there, and then we'll talk to some of those guys. Patreon stream link. All right. Here you go. Here you go. All right. So we're doing that right there. I said if you want to join, do so. Like I said, it's just, uh, it's the, you know, and I, and I still, I'm wondering what I'm going to do when it comes to the tiers. I know they're like, they're, I don't know. There's a there's the three dollar and six dollar tier, and I'm just kind of wondering, I'm like, I should just combine that or something. The dollar tier is just a hey, throw a dollar at you. But anyways, all right. So there we go. Posting it right now, so you guys should be seeing it, and we'll get those guys in here and we'll have a conversation. More conversation on what happened this week. My God, <sighs> Hamada about to get. Oh yeah, it's he. He's his days are freaking numbered. Uh, when when you have Frosty from Collider, when you have him saying that his days are numbered, that says something right there. That shows how bad things are. So it really does show that. As so I'll be like, ready, the Hamada. <laughs> it's time to go. Fair to say, Dave, we shouldn't expect an air cut uh, in the next year. Um, I mean, come November. We're going to push for that, and, and Mr. Ayer is going to push for that, too, and we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, if it's with the recent news that happened this week, it does kind of like it's, you know, it does affect. It did affect that because it's like, oh, shit. I mean, they're really just cutting a lot of things, so it's like, are they going to want to even send any money over over to air. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's worrisome when it comes to that, but I say just still keep pushing, you know, it doesn't hurt to keep pushing, but yeah. Uh, and then some people, I know I always love when people are like, Oh, it's only, it's only a little bit. It's only a little money. Oh, oh really? Like what? And then they, you're like, how much? And like oh, a couple million. That's not a little money. That's <laughs> really not a little money. So it's like, Jesus Christ, that's not a little bit of money. A couple million is not a little and they're pinching the pennies. All right, man. Thank you, Rowdy, for uh, showing up. All right. You're working tonight. Ah, oh, man. I was hoping to talk to you, Jason, but hey, next time, buddy. All right. So and then we got Miss uh, Captain Gator Girl here. Good to see you. Scoopy Pants has been all over this, too. I don't know. He's talking about... I know he had that little um, spaces thing that happened today. I didn't listen to it because I'm blocked. <laughs> so I couldn't... I couldn't uh, couldn't do that, so couldn't listen. But I got the uh, I got the, uh, the the cliff notes of all that thing. So uh, could Ray Fisher come back if Hamada's gone? Possibly. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, let me uh, let's get some of the guys in here. Uh, all right, make sure that's good. The burn stuff. All right, make sure the background is there. We're good. All right, we got Phil and we got Eric. What is happening, guys? I didn't know you were blocked by Umberto, too. Oh, yeah, man. Long time ago. Long wow. time ago. Thanks, two of us. <laughs> yeah. Dave is blocked by Scooby Pants. I'm blocked by I'm blocked by uh, Disgrace. She blocked me just last week. Funny enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know who else I'm blocked by, funny enough? William Shatner. What? Why should wow. you not? The chat what man did you blocked. do? What did you Dude, do? Dude, years ago, years ago, <laughs> he posted something in regards to Star Wars. And I was like, 
I don't under, I just, I said something to the effect of like, you know, I don't understand why, like, I, it might have been a joke or something, but like after that, he blocked me. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. That's, that's crazy. I'm also blo blocked by Robert, uh, Rob Liefeld. Um, yeah. Me too. Yeah. That was a long, that was, that was during the, uh, the BVS days when he was like, not, he was not happy about that movie, which is funny because now he's changed his tone about, uh, all that kind of stuff. But then he was like going off about it. And I was like, oh, dude, I, I literally just my tweet that got me blocked was going, hey, man, you're part of the comic book community. Let the fans like what the fans like. And then he blocked me. And I was like, all right, I blocked you blocked me for that. All I, I, did, yeah, all I did as far as uh, price is concerned. Um, all I did was I quote tweeted her and like she she was basically like, blathering on her about something and i just went and i just went look at me i'm grace randolph look at me look at me now i'm grace randolph look at me look at me look at me and then she boxed you well i, I can told, see that i told rob <laughs> liefeld venom was better than deadpool's a movie <laughs> oh <laughs> wow nice that was an instant block right there i'm still proud of that one i, I laugh every time i think about it too that's a good one. Okay, what do I got here? Well, I was giving a little bit of a tease to, um, earlier tonight about like what I was going to do, but um, brother bought a coconut. He brought it. He paid it for a dime. His sister had another paid it for the lime. What is that? Oh, is that lime juice? Yeah. Coconut, yeah. coconut and lime juice. Because I figured you put the lime in the coconut, you drink them both up. There you go. You got it in a uh, copper mug there, too. So that's cool. You drinking anything uh, tonight, Phil? The thing that put me to sleep last night on Enoch. Okay, so tell me about that. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. man, that was a lot of fun. I, I honestly yeah. didn't expect to, for that stream to go on. I was trying to go to bed, and then I just passed out in my chair. Like, I, 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 I woke up, and I look at my screen. Everyone's gone. I was like... Oh fuck! I fell asleep on the lounge. <laughs> what time? What time did you wake up? What time did you wake up? It was up? like uh, oh one one or two o'clock my our time. Okay. In the morning. And <laughs> because man. I, it was the funniest thing because uh Captain Gator girl who you know Nikki she's the one that posted like the clip. Yeah. And then it's just funny because it's just you. You're just in your chair, just out, and 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 Enosh is just talking to you gently like like oh it's philip you know it's just the way and i just was laughing my ass off when i saw that i was like wow and i was like oh man i'm gonna have to get the low down on that that's 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 a fun that's a fun one right there i mean falling asleep on stream. i was looking at that phil and i was just thinking of the times where because you know the stream like the patreon stream go does sometimes go on for pretty long there have been times where i was getting pretty tired and I was like, tell. oh, geez, I, I, I hope I, oh, I better not. I better not. I better not doze off. I better not doze off. But fortunately, I am never the one who dozes off. Often it's Jay. <laughs> oh, it's Jose. That's, that's right. honestly the first time I think I've ever fallen asleep on a tree. <laughs> Truthfully, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I know. Uh, I, I even invited uh, Enosh on to uh, the vodka stream last night. He goes, Oh, dude, I didn't mean to do a stream like that. I was like, Yeah, no, no, no problem. I mean, I get it. Like, do, do whatever. Because I know Ray was on there too. And then he jumped yep. on the vodka stream. And I was like, Hey, that's perfectly, there's nothing wrong with that. We could cross the streams. It's fine. There's a lot of things to talk about for sure. Um, but yeah, it was just funny when, like, the when I when I was looking at my feed this morning and i saw the, <laughs> saw the video of you just out you know at least you weren't snoring i mean it didn't you know, <laughs> this is true yeah yeah uh, 
Probably I am a bit of a snore. I mean, I've never noticed it myself. I think we all are. Yeah, you know, when, when Ray showed up last night, I was surprised because I wasn't expecting him to be there. Not because of reasons or anything. Oh, that's a nice surprise. I like I like talking to Ray. Ray's a cool guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ray's good. I mean, I know he gets uh, he gets a little wound up when it comes to some things, but that's what I like about it. I like how, uh, like, when he gets, like, really, like, I mean, I remember, like, uh, the week before when we had Christopher on from uh, T3 Media, and then we had that kind of, mis- when he, <laughs> we were trying, to, we were talking about the Ezra situation, mm-hmm. and things got a little like, hey, what are you trying, what kind of point you're trying to make? And Chris was trying to make a certain point, and it, but it didn't come out right, and then Ray I could see Ray, like his blood was boiling mm-hmm. and I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden, when then we realized what he was trying to say, so that was cool. And uh, now we got a close up of, of uh, Mr. Williams uh, chin right oh, there. Oh, the guy who put me to sleep last night. Yeah. yeah that, that, was it, it, hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, speaking of Ray. Yeah. We round, we wound Ray up last night. We're talking about Ray from Flightcast, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Batgirl. He, you know what? And I can understand completely where he's coming from. Um, well, when he got emotional, about it, but I can also understand where they were coming from as well. And the only enemy is the outgoing people, the people who actually the Hamadas and the people who greenlit things that now yeah. have to be dealt with. So, oh, yeah. uh, well, you know what's what's funny too is I think you guys got got it out of him because when he came on the vodka stream he was actually pretty relaxed and i'm like yeah, oh, okay you guys must have really like got it out of him because when he when he showed up here i was going okay let's see and, and ray was actually like a little he was pretty calm he was pretty calm so i think uh, you sure. guys got it out of him so thank you <laughs> the conversation was elevated but respectful uh yeah we had a lot of yeah we had a lot of fun right. um yeah it's not often outside of a certain pocket of people that i stream with it it gets crazy. Like we were talking about, I, I don't know if you were still Wokeville uh, when, when we were talking about the turkey with the the damage that the turkey did to friendships and stuff. Uh, <laughs> that might have I been mean, like right as I was dozing. Wait, was Ray still there? Because I I fell asleep after Ray left. It was no, nah, like Ray, Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray went, so you might have been out. Um, yeah. yeah, we he uh, you know I spot up the turkey again. I remember that that whole turkey. I'm like, wow, I remember people ended other people over this. A uh, turkey and and uh, a final crisis. Uh, graphic novel, and I love there were whole streams of people screaming at each other and unfriending each other, leaving chat groups. I'm like, This is a turkey, what's it's gonna t- happen before I ham? I mean, it was it's a turkey, and it's Zack Snyder doing what Zack Snyder does, and it's just like, Man, I mean, I tell you, I know there's people that got upset with me where I was like, Um, I mean, guys, yeah, that's cool, but I mean, let's 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 relax a little bit here. I mean, the guy <laughs> he likes to throw little things in his uh picture, doesn't mean like. <laughs> A lot of things. I mean, you know, but hey, it's always funny. And then, of course, hey, Mr. Jacob is here with that beautiful head of hair of his. Wow, that is- <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, buddy? That takes some work right there, man. I can't. Oh, yeah, for sure. Was this, <laughs> was this at all inspired by Sandman, Jake? Uh, I. Yeah. It's too hot for that. Just let it go. Just let it go loose. I think you actually you've had it pretty long. I mean, point. I did have it like that, but then I yeah. didn't have to cut this. Everyone was telling me to cut the side to clean it up, and I was like, I don't want to, but I guess I have to. <laughs> I have to. I will. Sure. And I, it, no one liked how it came out, but I guess it's kind of it's it looks better now. It's like kind of the sides are growing back in. I think it'll look messy soon. It's like and the I, weekend. That guy, the weekend that does his uh. Oh, the weekend. He kind of does a hair. Yeah. 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 yeah right. 
Because I put the lime in the drink and I drink it both up. How about you guys? Yeah, who else got a drink? Well, I don't know if these guys do. Well, I know, William, you drink a lot of, what, Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually cutting back on the uh, soda. I'm actually drinking a, a VO, the stuff with the orange drink. I've cut there back you on go. a lot of sugar, yeah. Yeah, you got to cut back on that sugar, man, I tell you. Yeah, so I can yeah. I get in shape. Um, yeah, I just thought <laughs> I'd say hi real quick. Hey, now I understand why all those times you ghosted me before you came on the show. Because I got to do another night stream. So now I understand what you mean by not wanting to come on. And then oh, oh, yeah. When it, I'm telling you, uh, yeah, when you wow. have to prepare for a stream, it's, 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 yeah, it's difficult to go on to another one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's why I was like, when you had him on Fridays, I was like, eh, it's hard because I'm preparing for my stream, but you know. And they go yeah. long. Your streams are like four or five hours. Well, one of them last night was five hours. I came in after five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah, were still still going a little bit but yeah i just saw prey i thought prey was great i thought prey um should have been on a big screen but because of that direct that they released in 2018 uh, that kind of scared them away from putting it on a big screen which is unfortunate um i thought this one was really good i thought she drove the movie but everybody drove the movie i mean it was a credit to native american right there you know yeah. not a credit to french canadians maybe but um uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, right. but a credit to uh, them but uh, that was it. Sandman. I watched the first episode of Sandman. I thought Sandman was good. It could really use a lot of improving, though. They could. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of room for them to improve, but for what it is, it's good. I like Kane and Abel. Look exactly like they, they jump right out of a vertical book. Um, uh, everybody else on there, the, the way they opened it up, I thought it was cool. So anybody who read the books back in the, you know, when they were actually putting these books, it, it is exactly like what they used to do in Vertigo, uh, mm -hmm. Vertigo Plus, before they kind of like went off the rails with that one. So. Enjoyed Sandman. What else came out this week? There's not not, not much uh, not not much else to talk about other than Bullet the, Train. Bullet Enjoy Train it. came out. Uh, any you know movies? I don't know. I, I like Bullet Train. I don't know if I'm going to go see it on Sunday. See see it tomorrow. What was, was was it any good? Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. What did you think about it, Jacob? <laughs> I thought it was really great. Yeah. Um, it's a Maybe. fun movie. Like, like yeah. you know, I mean, I know people say that a lot, especially about Marvel movies. <laughs> fun. But I'm like, this was. Like, there's like, a, there's this one felt like, yeah, because it felt like everybody was having fun on the set. Even Brad Pitt looked like he was just having a great time. Oh, yeah. And he's kooky and the whole thing. And like, you know, it, it's just a, it's just a good little action movie. Not little. It's a, it's, you know. It's big, it's like a big budget. They got every star in the world in there, it looks like, but it's. Oh it yeah, and there's like, some cameos. There's some cameos that are great in there too. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks fun. I think I'll, I'll go ahead and see that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, other than the only other news was obviously the stuff that we've already wound each other up over Hamada. <laughs> I love the way right. Hamada's like. I think I'll stay until the twenty first. Yes, it's gone, dude. Oh, there's, no. there's still people saying we might Good. stay around. Like what? No, I'm like, this, uh, yeah, yeah. When you have like an art, first you have an article that comes out that goes, Oh, yeah, it was about to quit, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you have the rap do a follow up going, Oh, no, they told him to come back. They want him to stay there. It's like, Bullshit. Yeah, the rap, when it's the rap, anytime it's the rap and it's fucking scoopy pants that puts that shit out there, I'm like, All right, yeah, I already know. Well, Rolling you're, Stone. You're in those pockets. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Rolling on, Stone, yeah. which I pay yeah. for a monthly subscription for, is about to lose <laughs> Yeah, um, them and TMZ. Yeah, you, listen, I never liked the way TMZ put things out um, as quickly as they put it out because some of their stuff was distasteful. But I never had a problem with the validity of it. The last yeah. couple of months, the two organizations uh, that I that used to be uh, uh, bedrocks have become questionable. 
all they needed to do is put this is an editorial on each of their things. And I would have been okay with it. I wouldn't have liked what they had to say, but when they presented the stuff that they presented as fact, and um, like I said, I'm paying for this. I mean, you guys, I mean, we people are going through the polls and saying, oh, oh, can't read it because they want me to pay for it. I'm like, I'm telling you, don't pay for this anymore. I'm a subscriber of Rolling Stone telling you to stop paying for Rolling Stone because they've gone off the rails, but. Yeah, you know, this was brought up last night on on the lounge chat. Like Rolling Stone used to be pretty notorious for being exclusively about music and being concrete with their information regarding music. Now it's just turned into kind of a shit show ever since. That's, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I just don't get it. In the history of rock or something. And that list, for some reason, that list was filled with Jay-Z songs like that. But it got a whole bunch of jingles and there was four, let's say, for example, American Pie was nowhere to be found. And it's like, what the um, hell? No, again, I got nothing against it. You're good. But to think that a whole a, a whole bunch of songs were more, were more deserving to be on that list than American Pie, I don't think so. I mean, not, and that's not even about when they see that domestic terrorist, that bomber. When back in Cop Killer, I don't know, you guys might even be old enough. Back when Ice T did Cop Killer and he, and he yeah. released that, and it was just a huge thing, and it was really a sensitive topic to cover, but they covered it well. And if you would have turned in what Tatiana Siegel turned into her editor, it would have made the press. It just wouldn't have happened, and she would have That's probably been discussed. This is the problem with journalism. I mean, in a lot of things, I mean, sometimes it's just, they just put shit out there and then all of a sudden it's like, what? And then, yeah, I know it's starting to leak into all kinds of things. I mean, the fact that, and then when they did the, when she did the follow-up uh, Rolling Stone article after the back row cancellation, she was still emphasizing the significant amount of fake accounts. I'm like, 13% is not significant. Yeah. Learn, learn, the, learn the words that we all agreed when it came to, English language significant is a big amount. Thirteen percent is not a big amount. I'm sorry. TMZ even said that is a reach. When TMZ is questioning yeah. your number, that's bad. It's really yeah, bad. Someone pointed out. Someone pointed out. I believe it was Chris Longquinson, but pointed out that <sighs> no, the percentage in the fandom. There were just thirteen percent. There's twenty something percent of followers. <laughs> Rolling Stone are bots. Yeah, I pointed that out too. Yeah, like you, yeah, they had like twenty three point something percent fake followers, and and yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a normal thing. I mean, bots are everywhere. Hey, look at that, we got Champagne Pepe. What's oh, wow. up? What's up? Dodgers uniform on and everything. That's a Hey, was that was that the day? Was that the day that we? That was the day. That was the day. If anybody didn't know, yeah, well, we caught a Dodger game, uh, Mr. Jose and I, and uh, I got to meet him in person. It was funny, too, because when we met there, I saw him, and he looked like this direction, and I pointed at him. And I was like – and then and then he looked away, and I'm like, wait, was that – did I just point at some random Mexican with the fucking Dodgers? Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Did I just point at some – yeah, but then it was you. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I thought – I was like, yeah. I see this picture. I'm like, that's him. And yeah, I didn't even notice you, but then I saw the yeah. mustache, and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> yes, the mustache. Yeah, yeah meeting Dave is something else, man. Like I said, when I first when I see him on the screen all the time, 
And then when yeah. you do your thing without your shirt on, I'm like, this dude's huge. He's got a, this is a bodybuilding <laughs> dude. This is a guy I would not want to read. I, I don't want to meet you in the back alley on the wrong side of the point. Yeah, but I've and met I, you in real life too, uh, William. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm vertically challenged. But, yeah, you know, I, I met mean, you. I'm like, wow, I could take this guy. No, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not, that's <laughs> yeah, they, they had me fixing my posture and, like, you know, putting my chest out a little bit more. Than yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's always anytime you meet somebody in person, it's always like interesting the the height level. I mean, you know, uh, Jose's a little taller than me, but not by much. I mean, he was like, I was like, okay, I wasn't sure if you were like gonna be like six foot or like around my height. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. one and a half. Yeah. yeah. What you will of that, but I'm nowhere near as good as you are, though, Dave. Hey, you know, I had a try. Hey, Phil, you're awake. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes, I am. Up, and not drunk, not yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah. How long? How long were you out after that? Because we kept you open for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I told Dave. I think I fell asleep around. Or I think I woke up around like I don't know one one thirty a.m. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, Pacific time. Yeah, Phil was we like, like, his neck right. is going to be hurting. His neck is going to be all. Where's your neck messed up when you woke up? Nope. Nah. We were, we were we were trying like, to through the uh, earphones. We were trying to hey wake yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys should have played Metallica or something. That was Phil was getting a head start on the ten year plan. He was like, Yeah, ten years, all right, let me Yeah, that was funny. Somebody said ten years cryo sleep. Yeah, Phil said I'm out now. I'm not waiting. I saw that meme. Hey, that ten-year plan is going to be a five-year. Would we say two, three years? I, I'd say we're going to see some action in, 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 within that time. I think ten years will be the culmination of it. But well, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think it's like, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of go like, all right, who knows when when's this plan going to like kick in the gear? That's what's up in the air with the current movies that are out there right now. It's like, all right, are the current movies that are coming out going to be incorporated with that ten-year plan, or yeah. like after Flash, are they going to just go, all right? Um, we couldn't work it out with certain people like Cavill and blah, blah, blah. Let's just hit the red button and just start yeah. over fresh. I, I think, say, yeah. I'll just say, much as Jose desires, desires it to happen, I do not see, you know, uh, Cavill, and, uh, Cavill and Warner Brothers Discovery falling through. I think, look, honestly, with outside for it, um, uh, Zasloff is looking at this. He's noticed. He's noticing the uh, pulse for it. So, as far as I'm concerned, and I've been saying this many times, it is. It, it would be a lot cheaper. That's all I would know. That. It would be a lot cheaper to give Pavel what he wants than to spend God knows how many millions to to film another a complete rebooted uh, Superman Superman War. Because that's five or six years. Remember how long it took us to took the general public to embrace Cavill. So you're putting yourself through that again, and you, we don't know if that'll stick. Um, and I'm what I'm saying about that is take advantage of what he is now. It's a guy who can build a a computer and have have all the milfs just losing their mind. Take advantage <laughs> of that. You know? I can agree on things. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you're you're right, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, when people say like it would be more expensive to get new actors, I'm like, is it really? Because they would pay them less, obviously. I mean, if Cavill's well, wanting fifteen, if he's wanting fifteen million dollars, they could pay somebody else like probably like uh you know a, a lot less for that. But they, but then, but I but I get at the same time, it's like you're not you're paying for the value of the name, and you're paying for like you said, William is like you know people and 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 moms out there. Uh, that love, love love him and not just moms, but you know, but yeah, there's like a whole thing when it comes to that. But I, I don't know. I just always find it weird when people throw the article, like, like the argument of like, well, it'd be more expensive with newer actors. I'm like, how is that if they hire people who are not as valuable, you know, so. still making another Superman origin film. When look, we have what's the thing that they don't do that though? What if they just decided to like go, hey, this one's gonna be like, like, look at the Batman, it wasn't an origin Batman film, but you know, because everybody knows the origin. So, what if they decided to be like, yeah, we're not gonna do an origin film again, just like what Kevin Feige said about Fantastic Four? It's like, yeah, we're not gonna do an origin film, it's already gonna be an established group, and of course, there's gonna be like obviously probably taught, yeah. And that's what's going to be happening. Even same thing happened with Tom Holland Spider Man. Did they do an origin film? No. They, but we all, because we all know the story. And then there's going to be references to it. So, you know, they're not going to do. If they end up doing, if if there's a new Superman that ends up coming in, they aren't going to do another origin film. I guarantee no, it. Yeah, we're not gonna, risk, maybe though, we'll see a flashback or something like that. But that's about it. Yeah. Here's the risk that they run though: exhaustion. And like I was yeah. trying to, the point I was trying to make last night is. Without a credible ending to the linear line you're on, that's a big ask for somebody to to come in and buy. It's like, hey, wait a minute. I know I've wasted seven to nine years of your time, but hold on. Stay yeah. right here for a second. I'll be right back, and I'm going to be right back with something else new. You've yeah. already exhausted my trust and credibility. So this reboot thing, I know everybody bought it up. But this current company and its current state, DC Films, does not have the credibility to ask that much of anybody. You got a lot of people who've given up on it now that are not not even that close to uh, it as we are. And they just, like I said, when we did the Pattinson thing, when we did, we did a, uh, we don't off the screen and we did the surveys for the movie, and people think that they're automatically going to assume, to make connect the dots or disconnect the dots. I had everybody and their mother asking me. I thought um, the other guy was saying him. He looked. He looked, why does he look so much younger? Yeah. So they're not, and it, that was like seven out of every ten people that we we gave tickets away to and filled that theater room with. So you're exhausting yeah. the credibility of the. When you reboot, you're basically saying I've wasted your time. I'm asking you to give me more of your time to waste. That's what reboot translates into. And the problem with DC is not just on films; it's on paper level too. One of the biggest problems that makes it really hard to sell DC Comics right now is they fucked up their continuity over the last 15 years where people just throw up their hands and walk away from it. There's other easier things to do than than DC Entertainment right now, and they make it that way. Well, with saying saying that, I mean, they brought back Affleck. So do you guys think if they're going to reboot, why would they bring back Affleck just for the continuity, just so it can be fixed before the flash. No, no. I mean, I think I think what it is is just the fact that it's like if they have this ten-year plan to like build up a universe, it's like all right. But it, yeah, Affleck, Affleck is coming back for you know Aquaman, and then of course it's going to be there for the Flash, which some people it seemed like people forgot about that. I was like when when that whole thing was happening, I'm like, you guys know that he's got a 
bigger role in the flash right anyways but um but then i was like i was like okay but uh, uh what's to say like okay so if the two hot commodities are cavill and affleck which is from what i gathered that's the um the value because obviously look what happened i mean just the fact that the cavill hype pre comic-con was more than what happened at comic-con and then the post hype of affleck being in aquaman was bigger than anything at at comic-con so it's like all right you guys have both that but i'm like all right but are like what's going to be happening with these two is affleck going to be like all right yeah i'll be i'll still continue to be batman well into like to, to my 60s and is he going to end up doing his own movie which we would all love to see and uh, but as of right now he's just kind of going eh, i'll just show up in other movies and the door is open you know i'm not i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna like not be not come back or anything like that and then cavill's like asking for you know all, you know his values up so he's asking for that and it's just like you know with zaslov cutting everything and pinching every little penny it's just uh it's everything's just so up in the air and hopefully they figure it out because cavill would be like a big thing if they got him back uh in time for uh october so and by the way, on what what you said, I believe you said William about you know about how you know out seven out of ten people were like asking you was like wait a minute this guy he doesn't look anything like that like what's and, and I okay, I don't know how much of what you said in your place on based on how much we can talk about here I don't know if we have any permission to talk about this it's something you said I couldn't hear what you said. About I know your your mic's been kind of like really it's kind of low when it comes yeah. to Eric. Yeah. Right. Well, something that you said about I was wondering just wondering how much about what you posted on Patreon, your post on Patreon, if how much that you talk about. Oh, he's talking to Dave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, which one are you talking about? Which which thing were you talking about? The Batman about like the sequels to the Batman. About oh, how like, well, I've, I've kind of said that on Film Junkie Live yeah. where I'm like, not even the Batman is, uh, not even Reeves is safe when it comes to this kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Because, oh, depending on, on who you ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Based on like you said, I believe like you said, William, about how seven out of ten people were asking you about, wait a minute, uh, is this is this connected to the Batman that you had? Or is it to Batman? I think whatever, yeah, because whatever Zaslav has was yeah. Ben Affleck, and there was never a resolution to that. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is, the fact that it looks like Zaslav is cutting, it might be cutting back on on the Reeves verse, that it was if he is, he is noticing and that, look, there does need to be some kind of flavor to the DCO as we know it before he can move on to another well, and that's what they that's what they really should do. Like I said, it's listen, I don't I don't need this this Zack Snyder uh, story arc to last twenty five films. And I I don't say yeah. restore the Snyderverse. I say hashtag resolve the Snyderverse. Resolve yeah. this resolve the story that you started so people will believe that you can actually finish something. Yeah. And it doesn't it wouldn't matter whether it was Snyder or Captain Kangaroo versus Pac-Man. Whatever you start <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you start, you need to finish. That's because people look at that like I'm not gonna waste my money and midway through you're gonna pull the rug from under me. I can go I can go spend that money on other things. So you have to show credibility that you can finish the largest thing that you ever did. And when they do that, no matter how it ends, even if it's an ending I don't like, the fact that they resolved it, now we can move on. Game of Thrones, the last three episodes of Game of Thrones sucked, right? But 
they resolved it, and guess what? Now we're all ready to go for House of Dragon because we don't have anything hanging over our head. And you I mean, can't we on screen, but we didn't resolve it in the books, did we, Martin? Yeah, but yeah. a lot. Most people who watch Game of Thrones don't read the books, so <laughs> it's just a true. real, it's a real credibility issue with them. People are saying we need to move on to the Twitter, or something like. You, why, why should I give you more cash? It's like I ordered a steak. You never came out with the steak, but you want to come out with with uh, some top ramen for me to eat. You want me to trust you with that? Where's my steak? The you thing know about that, the, the thing about people saying that uh, that you need to move away from the Snyderverse. Well, Warner Warner Brothers isn't moving away from the Snyderverse hmm. because they're they haven't been because they're keeping these characters and especially now with bringing Affleck back. How are supposed how are people supposed to move on from the Snyderverse when you have Affleck signing on? And then you have a Batgirl movie that's canceled, and it's like Zaslav says it's a reset. They literally stopped, and they're resetting, and they're like, okay, they're looking at what they have with these movies that are coming up, and what the movies that have already come out before with this universe. And who knows? Like I've been telling people lately, the last couple of days, like I wouldn't be surprised if the Flash doesn't have like massive reshoots, but at least they're gonna change the third act. Because now they're probably not even. They're probably not gonna have. Well, Keaton was supposed to be, you know, continuing after this. He probably, he's probably not gonna continue now because they're probably gonna be like, okay, well, maybe they'll keep Affleck and be like, okay, well, let's keep Affleck and we can whatever we can do after this. We'll see. So I don't mind. I don't mind seeing an end to the Affleck storyline. I don't mind seeing an end to um, to Cavill storyline. I just want to see an end to something. If you're going to give me a new Superman, I'll, I'll brace for it. I will commit to, to following you down that path after yeah. you have completed the first path. <laughs> Otherwise, don't waste my time. You know, I, I've said this. I've said this a million times. All I ask is one more film. One with Cavill and Amy Adams as the That's all I ask. I don't care if it's Man Steel Two or or whatever, just one more film with the two of them in the center. I've got one ask. I've just got with one ask. Sorry. Oh, the, the one ask I have is Zaslav. Boot Jeff Johns back to comic books. That dude has no business being in live action. <laughs> yeah, or anything. He, he's essentially, he's essentially, I mean, I, I, it's sounding like that's going to be the case. I mean, we, uh, we, there was like, it was, and it was kind of weird too. Like, I mean, the whole, the, the Green Lantern series, Remember when people were passing around giant freaking robots like post? I was like, wow, yeah. you know, things are bad when people are like passing around giant freaking robots post about the, the Green Lantern series being canceled. I, I just I, I've been saying it on Film Chunky Live for like a little bit where I'm like, oh, there's no way that that's moving forward. That's going to be way too expensive and blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, something else came out, said it was still in there. But I'm like. Uh, I don't know about that because if they're canceling stuff, that Green Lantern series and movie was going to be way expensive. And if they didn't have like an actual, you know, anything, you know, particular that was going to move things forward, they were going to just completely cut that. I don't know. It's just, that's it, dead. That's dead. said they're resetting. Yeah. They literally stopped. They're, they're stopping production yeah. on stuff, basically, is what he's saying. I mean, he canceled a movie that was already filmed. That's and great. It's still and crazy. Blue Beetle, I, I don't know what's going on with Blue Beetle because I have no idea what that story. Uh, I mean, it could be a standalone movie, and maybe they could add like a like a post credit scene or something to tie it up with everything else because that's basically what he wants. I mean, he said he wants to do like the MCU, so every single movie is going to be connected now, whether or not it's 
stuff is mentioned throughout the movie and like i said it's just a post credit scene that's pretty much everything's gonna be so i wonder what Blue i Beetle's think they're gonna, gonna cut like. Blue Beetle. i think Honestly, gonna i don't Blue Beetle. i think it would be in their no. best interest to keep blue beetle he's the closest yeah. thing dc Mom. has to a spider-man he is a giant representation for the latinx mexican community he is very in that budget is too small to not it's low risk low reward well, that doesn't so seem even, a priority for him though it doesn't seem like i mean doesn't it matter like if it's a priority or not it's still no. also getting a theatrical release. Batgirl wasn't going to get a theatrical release. It might get a theatrical Listen, there I, is no might. It's definitively getting a theatrical release. Yeah. That's if he doesn't cut it. And by the way, uh, well, two things on that. First, Phil, can you say Latinx? <laughs> yeah, don't ever, don't ever, don't I'm ever... sorry if I misspoke. <laughs> Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. I, I, got, yeah, yeah. I know just you're talking Latino. about. You're talking about two. You know, me and me and uh, Jose right here. We're like, no, don't, 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 yeah, I don't, worry about, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Do not even say that. That's something that somebody came up with that was not Hispanic. <laughs> For sure. Yes, <laughs> about Blue Beetle. Look, it, thank goodness this uh, change of plans happens. You know, before we started filming uh, Blue Beetle, because what that means is that they can rewrite the script and tweak this and so that it fits what the plan is moving forward. That's because true. If, the old, if, the old, if the script was going to be, you know, part of this new universe that Flash was going to assemble at the end of Flash, if, you know, Michael Keaton is Batman, blah, 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 <laughs> like this new 52 kind of whatever. Well, then I'm sure, Not you know, it's going to be after that. But obviously we would have to change that so that if there is a Batman, it's Ben Affleck and so forth. And I would say, and I would say, and I know, you know, folks, um, you might want to take the temperature in hell, but yes, uh, Jose and I, I'm agreeing with Jose on this, that the whole thing, one of the big reasons that... Wait, never mind, I'll take it back. Never mind, I'll take it back. (laughs) 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 The Batgirl was because, you know, no, we're not going to have Michael Keaton as the Batman moving forward. He's pretty old in the role. Mm -hmm. I mean... 71? 71? No. No. So you got it. You got to. So they had to like complete the fact that he's the the Batman in the Metro figure, and the fact that in the flashbacks in the movie with a younger Jim Gordon with red hair, there's. there's yeah. Well, what I, I even talked. Yeah. Well, I even talked about it last night. I'm like, the fact, um, you know, Batgirl was supposed to fit was supposed to fit in a certain spot. When it came to that movie and when everything got messed up and rearranged, it really effed up what was happening because obviously like Batgirl was going to be in December. It's a Christmas movie. We've seen the set photos and they're going to release it on HBO Max Christmas time. And I thought, all right, cool. It was going to be coming out after the flash. So then that explains why Michael Keaton is Batman in this universe. But now that that is not the case. That's why when test audiences watched it, they were like, wait, why is Michael Keaton Batman? This doesn't, it didn't make sense. And I I think that's, you know, that's a main reason why, of course, they're like, yeah, this is not going to work. This is like a lot of this is just not working. This was like some plan where this movie was a fit in like a tight little window and it didn't, it's not fitting there because, yeah, who's going to want to watch a Batgirl movie that has an unexplained batman that was from batman you know from 30 years ago and it's yeah. christmas time and we're releasing it what during the summer i mean it's 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 it, it was a fucking yeah yeah oh well but you know but uh barry was supposed to be assembling you know a new timeline like it like how 
Are you filling up a tire? Or what is that? <laughs> no, that's what they When I first heard that the last time, I was like, what is that? a tire in my, in my lung. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what like the, the Flash reshoots are going to be. Like, basically, whatever um, stuff in the ending was, you know, him assembling this new timeline, no, that's not going to be the case. When you Whatever yeah, it sucks, get, dude. No, go ahead. Whatever we get, I trust these. I trust the incoming people more than I trust the previous people. So even if I get a Blue Beetle, which I'm like, why am I getting a Blue Beetle before I get another Superman or Batman movie? But that's fine. In the yeah. hands of a guy with a plan, even as vague as it is, I got a better outlook on it than I do. If Batgirl, if the concept of Batgirl would have been in the, the new regime's hands, A, I don't think it was it would have ever happened. I don't think it would have been greenlit. But if it were going to be greenlit, it would be given out in context to the point where I'm getting a Batgirl movie before I ever got another Batman movie. And the why, the reason why we were getting these characters is because they had screwed up with the Alpha characters so bad that they wanted to work around them. They wanted to continue their narrative without using the characters that they had already screwed up relations with. So with a new regime, hopefully we don't have those entanglements. Exactly. Yeah. If it were a nice, smooth, organized universe like it was supposed to be, if there was going to be a background movie, it would have been a direct sequel to the last number of Castro. Because the whole idea of I think he's going to focus on the Alpha characters. And when he wrote, when he had that uh, that call the other day, the names he rolled off were the just those were the expectations of again. DC. That's not the first time he said that too. Yeah, uh, I said the same thing at that one uh, conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is what I've been wanting to hear. I mean, I don't mind the derivative characters, the BC and the C characters, and the the sidekicks and the sidecar characters. Those are fine within the proper format, but I don't want those characters before I have established what's going on with the you know the bat and the S. You know, yeah. then we can the the other characters and the subsidiaries and all that. You know, they're, they're like I said, I got a talking raccoon, not because Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy was Martin Scorsese, but because they fit it in a mosaic of and a tapestry of everything else that they've done. And they strengthen so that Marvel can have a <laughs> character because they've handled their alphas correctly. Yeah, because, yeah, the Guardians were nobodies. No one knew who they were. But but Marvel was able to do that movie because they had already, they already gained a lot of trust from the audience. It's incredibility. They, they could take big swings after the Avengers, and they took their big swing with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it paid off. It also paid off because of the fact they had James Gunn in the director's chair, and he modeled the movie quite a bit like Star Wars meets Indiana Jones in some respect or another. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean, I remember when that was like when announced, and we're, I, I remember going, I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Do I even know what that is? <laughs> like, and I remember looking it up. I'm like, okay, I think I've heard of this, but I'm like, really? Yeah. They're gonna make a movie about you know this? And then when it came out, when the trailer came out, I was like, oh, well, that's different. Cool. I like it. By the way, when Zaslav talked about the two characters, I mean, everyone's pointing at, he talked about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. He also mentioned Aquaman because there's four characters. Well, it's a billion dollar, you know, movie. Yeah, I'm still pissed he left out the logo. (laughs) Still pisses me off. He left the logo out of there on the the thing after Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's yeah. funny though, because you take James Gunn. Okay, so we have two different James Gunn movies with two different companies. One of them gets released, and because there's an undercarriage of support and credibility, it's going to do well. 
Then you have another movie, which I thought I liked the Suicide Squad. But yeah. even with day and day, even with day and day, it wasn't going to do that great because one movie is out on an island with no support with a universe that it's supposed to be in, and the other one is is perfectly connected to the universe that they were in. It, in the same director doing what I consider to be an equal job, a, two yeah. quality jobs by the same guy, but two different companies and how they handle things. You put the Suicide Squad out there with when, like I said, when you left the Suicide Squad, what were you stepping into? another long wait before another movie came out. When yeah. you stepped into Guardians of the Galaxy, you were propelled into Guardians of the Galaxy, and you were propelled to something else from there. And yeah. that's the yeah. common denominator, unfortunately. Yeah, Thanos was part of it, so it's like, yeah. Exactly. Right. The DC and Warner Bros. leadership at the time was like basically spitballing. Like, Everett and Hamada, sorry, no say, but they were basically just spitballing and saying, okay, we'll just see what sticks. Hey, Dave, I got a question before I go. Okay. How much of this would be a huge deal? Obviously, guys like us who enjoy Snyder's work and were really hardcore into it would have always wanted wanted to see the ending of what he, what he uh, intended to put out. But if the people change course all the time and nobody ever notices because usually when the changing of the course happens, there's a better plan in place. Yeah. Where would we be if they had decided to change course like they did but they had a plan in place to knock our socks off. I think that's the biggest issue is that not only did they change course, they had nothing to change to. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, when they were like trying to divert from that, it's like, all right, well, we still have Aquaman. We still have Wonder Woman. And then they were like, Patty Jenkins, what, you know, do you want to do something different? You don't have to, have, it doesn't have to be connected to all this. And then she wanted to, you know, make a love letter to her childhood of watching the show, Wonder Woman. That's why when people shit on it, I'm like, yeah, I know, I get it. There's a lot of things that aren't great, but it was a love letter to, to the show. It really was. And, you know, did it really, did it work for a lot of people? No. It didn't, and but at the same time, anybody there's a lot of people I see on my timeline that love that movie, and I'm like, fine, perfectly fine. I'm not saying it's a complete shit sandwich, but um, I, I think yeah, when they were trying to divert from that, they were like, um, they they thought they were just when when it comes to the directors, they were like, okay, just do what you want to do, but there wasn't like a cohesive plan. There wasn't really an actual plan to really yeah. do anything. I mean, look what happened when it came to Batman. They were like, hey, we can get another director. And then Ben Affleck was like, hey, welcome to the Batcave, Matt Reeves. But then that, you know, and then even say like, oh, I'll be a gorilla for Matt Reeves or whatever the hell he said at, at Comic-Con or whatever. And it ended up not happening. So it was just like, yeah, if they, if they were going to divert from the Snyderverse plan, they should have had like an actual, they didn't have a plan. Nobody yeah. had a plan. All right, man. Thanks for having me on, dude. All right. Take it easy. Oh, Take it easy. Uh, I was going to fill on what he said, but what, he, what I was saying was like, remember what I forget exactly <laughs> what he said on Dave, but someone had said, look, if, look, even after, after Dustly, if they had given us a man of steel, vehement push for the Snyder Cut. Because at least that, more than anything else, would have said at least there is a film moving forward. At least there is still the plan for the Superman. Hmm. I didn't catch all that. Your mic is like yeah. really weak today. Yeah, fix uh, that mic. Well, to, yeah. to be fair, it was Williams, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, but again, what I was saying was there was someone, and I forget exactly who it was, 
but someone on the vodka stream sometime back who said, look, if Warner Brothers had given us a Man of Steel 2 after Justice League, um, there would have been a less... Uh, we would, the the push for the snare cut would not have been as big. It would not have been as intense mm. because at least as for for what what William, the reasons that William was saying that at least there there would have been more of a feeling that there was a plan moving forward. Mm. Was that was that Mark Meyer? Was that Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett that said that? I don't know. Somebody or was that recently? I mean, I know he was on like a little while ago, but it seems like something that he would say. I don't know. I know that. Yeah. Speaking of Robert Meyer Burnett, what he said about uh, Kingdom Come is like, look, if he's going to have a 10-year 10, 10 plan, if it's going to be 10 years down the line, yes, um, uh, Kingdom Come would, would be great because by then they are that old. Yeah. I prefer Final Crisis personally, but yeah, I get where he's going with that. I mean, Final Crisis, it was the uh, the, the, uh, the structure, was the uh, foundation for what Just League, what Zack Snyder's Just League 2 and 3 would have been, were, were, would be. With um, especially with uh, with uh, bet with Batfleck and um, and Darkseid gunning each other down, well, that's straight from that's Final Crisis. But that would have been like long before Kingdom Come, and Kingdom Come would have been years later. Hmm. That's what's so curious to me because it's like Zaslav is like Batman, Superman, One Roman. Okay, which Batman though? One Batman, <laughs> right? Both yeah. both Batmans, uh, Superman. Okay. <laughs> That's like that's because it's like okay he because he says the Batman he always talks about the Batman in his little conference things so obviously the Reeves verse is fine because he always talks about the Batman you know he's talking about uh, Superman and Wonder Woman and then he's talking about the movies that are coming out he mentioned every single movie that's coming out and he said that we've all seen them they're terrific and we can make them better and it's okay but what are you gonna like that was a weird thing that he said when he said better better because they're gonna do reshoots they're gonna do reshoots I know. Better, well, right? I think, like I think that, that really reassures the fact that he said that all three films, uh, Black Adam, Shazam, and Flash, were all terrific, but there were still going to be reshoots. I think that should reassure everyone that the reshoots are have one purpose and one purpose alone to make sure that they, they will still complete the plan. That the, uh, basically the reshoots to Flash will basically just be no more, no more of the reassemble. Assembling a new universe, of a new timeline with Michael and J.K. Simmons. No, that's out. That's out of it. Keaton's done. Keaton, Keaton is done. So it's like so when he says Batman, so then it's Ben Affleck. So what's going to happen? We're going to get the Batfleck movie. We're going to get what are we going to get? What are we going to get from that? And then with Wonder Woman, okay, we're going to get Wonder Woman three, obviously. Uh, mm, I mean, it just it really no, just. Well, I mean, I yeah. Continuation of you know it's going to be her third movie. She's going to get a third movie, but then after that, what are we going to get? And Superman, what are we going to get with that? They need to say. And then my question is, when are we going to get the plan? Where is the plan <laughs> going to be announced? Because I don't think it's going to be any DC <laughs> fandom, fandom this Jeez. year. But that would be the place to do it. But it's not going to yeah. happen this year. So when are we going to get the plan? See, I mean, that's why. That's why when it came, when it comes to all this, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so many things that you're. When we're trying to be like, all right, if we could keep some of this right here, how do you keep it? And then, but then at the same time, it almost seems like they're just looking over that big red button, that reset button, just going, "Fuck it," you know. Well, he we also said we're gonna have a plan. He didn't say we have yeah. a plan. Yeah, I mean, I mean he said we're going to have a plan. 
Well, they need that DC head. That's the thing. So he's probably yeah. like, he's probably shaking some dude in the office, like, think of a plan. Yeah. Think of something. <laughs> yeah, slapping him. Um, <laughs> I, and I think, like, I think Alan Horn, when it came to Alan Horn coming in, he just kind of was like, dude, this is not good. That's not good. And I, you know, to be honest, uh, from what I gathered, they, I don't think they like the whole Keaton thing. I mean, the Keaton thing probably yeah. works for the Flash, but to have yeah. him in multiple movies was not a smart plan. And it was just like, they should have just did the whole Batman Beyond thing, like when it came to him, like in a Burton verse type of um, you know setting, because that would have been like okay, people were actually requesting that, but to to have him like all right, he shows up in Flash, things get wonky, cool, makes sense that he shows up in Flash multiverse, cool, but then all of a sudden it's like yeah, and then we're gonna continue on in Batgirl, and he's gonna be the Batman. Whoever made that decision, <clears throat> stupid. It was stupid. It was stupid. Let's face it. It was dumb. Whoa, and I was yeah, always worried about it. I was always worried about it because I was like, is this going to be a Batman Beyond situation? But it's Batgirl Beyond. A lot of people, I've always had my grievances about that. I was still looking forward to the movie. But at the same time, I'm like, was it really like uh, the best option? Well, you know what it is? You, you know Michael. what it is? Is that what it is? Is that Warner Brothers had no idea at all. And they never saw it coming that mm -hmm. Affleck was going to hook up with Anna Darmos. <laughs> and I was going yeah. to give him 10 years, uh, you know, take, take 10 years off his uh, life as age. And then he's going to get, and then he was going to get back with JLo and marry her and be like, Hey guys, you know what? I think I want to be Batman again. You know what? Yeah. You. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Because look, if, because Batfleck, the whole idea is that Batfleck is an older Batman. So when he was saying, no, I might be done. They're like, okay, older Batman, older Batman, older Batman. Let's get, let's bring Keaton back. They went way old. I mean, which is, I mean, it's cool for the multiverse stuff, yeah. but to continue on with it, I mean, like when people were saying that he was going to be the DCU Batman, I always hated that because I'm like, no, he's not because no. Ben Affleck is not, it's not like he's going to be going away, but he was just going to be like that Nick Fury type. Like, okay. It's not like he was going to get into the costume as much what, as what possible. What do you mean? But, he was suited. He was suited up. I know. Batman. I know. That's the thing. But I was wondering, like, is it more flashback stuff? But then all of a sudden, you know, like, we get that new BTS uh, uh, image, the behind the scenes image, where it's like him and Batgirl, and I'm like, see, I'm like, all right, I don't know if like, did did they go to? Did they shoot too far with it? Is it does it work with the story? I'm kind of curious with the context of why this older Batman is still in the bat suit and not just being like in her ear. Like she has something in her cow and he's like in her ear, just like telling her how to do things and whatnot. I don't know. It's just, oh, yeah. I don't know. they just didn't think it out. Hold on guys. Hold on guys. Yeah. Again, I would have been fine with him being a part of the DCU as, as long as it what would have been him and Batfleck side by side, him and Batfleck being, you know, the Batman, if you will. But if, you know, having him, yeah, just having him as the prominent Batman, which was, was what was going to happen in Batgirl, and this idea that oh, there's a backstory between him and J.K. Simmons is Gordon. No, no, no. Now you're just being confusing. And and I hate to say this to the to my uh, fellow like you know conservative comics that we're all they're all right now they're comments on Batgirl being like being shelved. They're all saying because it was. Like no, the reason they shelved the movie is because of the whole. It, it was too confusing. It drove people nuts. No, that's why. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that's always going to be the thing when it, it's too woke, bro. I hate that. I hate the argument when it's like, it's like everything is woke. And then, every, you know, there's always like the both sides of the thing. And that's all. I mean, when it comes to like that side of the whole thing, it's like they always want to say everything is woke when it's just like, oh, they tweaked. They did something right here. That's woke. They'll even say pray. They're saying like pray is woke. And I'm like, how? I'm like, I'm just kind of going like um, it's an wow. Indian civilization and you have this. Yes, yeah, so it's a woman. that. And then I'm like, OK, so what? Um, Sigourney Weaver says hi. I mean, my God, we've had like female badasses for a long time. I mean. But I, I mean, I, I sometimes I get it when it's like, all right, when stuff's like thrown in your face, like constantly, sure. But it's like when the, always the defensive is, is like it's woke. And I'm like, well, watch the thing first, because I didn't feel like there was anything woke in there. I was like, what to the standards of that? I was like, I thought it was just a well done movie. I didn't care that it was like the uh, the female warrior. It was like, but they, they had the context of the story of her just yeah. like, yeah. And I'll, I will say exactly that about, look, I mean, I don't have the most bit of, most amount of confidence in the um, that Lord in that Middle Earth, you know, Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power show on that. On, on, but, look, if they're, they're complaining about, you know, a story, and all I can point to is, hey, guys, nobody complains in Return of the King when Eowyn, you know, kills the, uh, the head ring ray. And she's like, no man can kill me. He kills me. So I am no man. No one whines that. So, seriously. Well, was the word woke didn't exist back then. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, I was I like, that's heard. why. <laughs> Literally, these are different times now. This is That's why all these things are, everything is called woke nowadays. It wasn't like that before. I don't know. It's interesting to think when this all started, honestly, because we've had female movies. We've had female what heroes before. When did it start becoming like, that they're trying to push an well, agenda I think, I with think, all this I think, stuff. So, like, there's like, anytime there's like this uh, push, I mean, obviously, there has been a push. We see it where it's like sometimes it's like it's just in your face and it's always like boom, boom, boom. There's been stuff where it's like boom, boom, boom. So then you have that created a community of going like, Jesus Christ, was everything woke? So then now, when anything is remotely like, hey, pray comes out and we're going to have you know it's going to be in like the uh it's going to take place in the primitive uh, time indigenous population or something like that and it's going to have a female warrior then they just automatically go female woke but then you go whoa 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 whoa, whoa wait a minute wait a minute um but it's, we're, we're going to explain it. it's not going to be like oh yeah but it's already too late because they're automatically because it's you know there's been times where it's been slammed in people's faces like Bet big time that they automatically just go to that all the time. So it's like a bad counter reaction. I don't know. It's all been the past few years have been kind of fucked up and it gets annoying what? because somebody even said in the chat too, I hate that word. I hate it too. I'm so tired of hearing woke. It's just like Jesus. See, my thing is, so, is like, what do they what do they want? So when you I know what prey, do you want? No, like, I'm about you so you do you want do you want the predator to just slaughter this girl and that's it? Like that's the end <laughs> so of the like, by that there's logic, no way she could be predator because she, she's a woman so she has to die like is that what they want like I, by by that logic does that make the alien franchise woke then that's yeah. the thing and that's like, the thing is like when people were saying that and i saw that i'm like hey sigourney weaver says hi guys i mean 1970 what nine eighty? it's like she's been come on linda hamilton like sarah connor what sarah connor yeah. Sarah Connor and yeah. Ellen, those two, the both of them together, say hi. Where Dave? 
I don't know. I, I <laughs> think it's. I, Sorry about that. I was just you know, to when, I, when I think of when I think you of saw people, you started talking, so you left. No. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you leave is when I'm Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, no, I, think I, most, I, I figured you guys were okay. I was like, I got to turn on some lights. You know, that's all. You know, I think the most prime example of, of people crying about something being woke is like, you know, the most recent phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You hear yeah, yeah. the certain specific SOB on the internet being like, MCU, and it's like, you idiot. Good Lord. I, I don't. A, yeah. I but that's the thing is like they found that audience and they're, you know, they're totally banking on that audience. You know, well, they've, been complaining, the they've been complaining about that since uh, since Endgame. They're like, oh look, they killed off Tony Stark. They made uh, they made Captain America some old geezer. Uh, Hulk is a joke. Uh, who else? Thor is a clown. So it's well, like now they're making. They're like, so they're like, oh, well, all these female characters are coming up to replace. Thor them. is kind of a clown though. though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's so laughable. Like anyone who's saying that the Shield thing is woke have no knowledge of the comics. Look, that's the, the thing. Comics, yeah. This this show, what what we're seeing about the show is that is the classic Hulk of the old school comics, the comics that we love. If they were, yeah, she would break woke, the fourth wall. If they going woke, she would have been that what people have called Mam Hulk, where like we're for this bad, awful part of the com- period in the comics, she was basically Hulk Hulk with long hair. Yeah, see, I mean, when it comes to She-Hulk, when I see people complain about that, I'm like, you're aware this is like a thing that's been around for a while, right? Wow. I mean, I, when I watch the stuff, I, it doesn't interest me. Not even the comic books would interest me. Uh, it's good. It's it, thank God Daredevil's in it because that's where I'm like, hey, hey, at least there's that, and they released the image of him today, which was cool. But at the yeah. same time, I mean, that's the thing that's that's kind of just like, ah, okay, I want to see. Other than that, I'm not really liking it, but that's just me. But I'm not li- going like, oh, why did there, why does there need to be a She-Hulk? What the hell's going on? It's like, well, that's been around for a bit, if you notice. So it's yeah, like, like, it's not like it's the whole me, she, you thing. Even like the Mighty Thor thing with Jane, even though I did not like Love and Thunder, I thought it was just, ugh, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, that still is something that happened in the books. Yeah, and I will say, it, it, in all these instances where, look, well, I think some people, their concerns are, uh, were, uh, they're, the fact that they're stiff, they're, they're like, oh boy, it's kind of understandable because the, a lot of times the comics that they're from were not the best. Like Lady Hulk, Lady Thor, comics were pretty, those kind of radical things, but she's much better in this movie. In the, um, Marvel is much better than she is. And she certainly is opening back to the classic She Hulk that we love, down to the fact that she breaks the fourth wall, which the moment she did that, I was like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Everything. Hopefully it is. I mean, the VFX is a little wonky, but hey, what can you do? Hey, we got Carrie joining right now. What's up, buddy? Hey, 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 it's up and you got summoned. We were talking about the MCU, and Carrie got summoned to come defend <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh, sitting in my furnitureless apartment uh, as nice. I moved in the other day, and uh, yeah, starting a new job on on Monday. I am in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, you're in Ohio now. Holy I'm shit! In Ohio now. Yep. Wow, because you were you were, I mean, obviously you were like you uh, you're you're 
parents live in Colorado, right? Yeah, they retired and moved out there about 10 years ago, but I'm from California originally. And yeah. I was in Sacramento this last year. Nice. And then uh -huh. now you're in Ohio. Wow. Jeez. I was starting a new job. So I actually had a, com uh, a comment on the whole DCEU reboot thing. If you don't, if I, if I can chime Go for in. it. Go for it. Please. So something that's part of the, I, I feel like a lot of people, I haven't seen anyone bring this up yet. Here's the issue with Warner Brothers. Try, well, Warner Brothers Discovery now, but Warner Brothers trying to reboot their DCEU. They have to not only make the plan, but they really have to consider the long game. And they really have to be like patient with the results, which is something that historically Warner Brothers has shown they're unwilling to do. You know, uh, with different with with Zaslav and his team now, maybe it'll be maybe their reactions will be different, but maybe the shareholders won't. Maybe, you know, so like, you know, they've only gotten like they see how each reaction to each individual film is and then they re overreact and they pivot, you know, and they readjust, you know, like that. Whereas look at how Marvel paced themselves. They started development on Iron Man in 2005, right? And even though they were, you know, playing, you know, even though that was a gamble, um, they were still in the mindset of this is going to be the start of our cinematic universe. You know, they could have just made individual film franchises, franchises with Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and Thor and everything. But they said from the get-go when they saw that Iron Man was successful, no, we're going to start building towards the Avengers and you know, start to create a cinematic universe and do something that no one else has done with superheroes before. So, But when do we see the payoff of that gamble? Not until 2012, uh, when the Avengers comes out. You know, Because with Captain America, First Avenger, and Thor being modest successes, the Incredible Hulk kind of being a bit of a bomb at the box office or at least you know not this certainly not the success they were probably were wanting to have to be anchor the universe you know both iron man films were uh for, were successful financially very strong but like you think about that that's a seven year period 2005 to 2012. you know i don't think it's uh, personally i don't think warner brothers has that kind of patience to pay the play the long game so i think yeah. It would be in their to their benefit, and I know always it's always a debate. Of, do you, what do you do? Do you just reboot, or you do uh, you know sort of restore the Snyderverse? You just or how do you how do you resolve it? I you know I would say you know bring back Cavill, see if you can make an offer to Ben that is appealing to him creatively and and otherwise, um, and you know bring back Zach in some capacity, finish that saga, allow those individual characters to wrap up their stories and the team to wrap up their story. And then you've bought yourself time to say, if we want to reboot this whole thing after Zack's Justice League saga, how do we do that? And then, then you've given yourself time to start planning and start writing scripts and preparing, you know, stories and a, and a roadmap for yourself, to, you know, to that. So that way, you know, the moment that let's just say Justice League three, let's just call it that the, the moment Justice League three ends, then they can say, OK, next year you're getting a, a, a reboot of universe and these are the cast. And th these are the directors, you know, so you can you can keep the momentum going, even if you're doing a complete reboot. But at least you finished, as William was mentioning earlier, I was listening, uh, as, as William mentioned earlier, like then you get to finish telling your story. You get to pay off the audience investments and the investment from the fans. And, and then you're able to start fresh without losing any ground. If you if you cut the cord now or within the next year um, and say we're rebooting, you're not going to see another you know, part of a cinematic universe movie for anywhere three to five years. So 
Like, yeah. are, are, are you willing to wait that long? And are you willing to say, even if the first one or two are just okay financially at the box office and okay critical reception, are you going to stick to your plan? And I don't, in my opinion, Warner Brothers doesn't have that proven track record. So they I don't. I, and I that's would, the thing. I would and not suggest them doing that if it were me. And that's the thing is like the the struggle they have right now is the fact that the old regime really effed things up because if they would have just let Zach do his thing, we already would have been like past that, and they could have either either rebooted already or they could have capitalized on it and be like, all right, how can we take this further? But then again, Zach had a pretty big fucking story when it came to what he was wanting to do when it came to dark side and this invasion of earth and all this stuff and having two timelines, he had this big gigantic story and they could have already like, 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 yeah, going back to what William said, resolved it. And they're like, all right, we're going to do now a different thing and see what happens and blah, blah, blah. They yeah. could have maybe continued. Maybe, maybe there was things that would have like been that that Zach would have laid out for continuing story after that. Maybe, but yeah. he was very much laying a foundation and then telling his story that was going to be like big. Then he's like, "Hey, anybody wants to do a, a, you know a solo thing? Go for it. Go for it. I'm laying the foundation." But of course, they fucked that up, and now Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, is now cleaning up that mess because they were like trying to divert it and then, uh, you know, greenlighting everything, uh, you know, anything that was coming across the, the table. And that's yeah. why. And then and then, you know, obviously we feel bad for Batgirl and, and the cast and crew and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's we had a lot a lot of blame is that old regime. So. And I just hope there's someone within with on Zaslav's crew that, you know, when they discuss the, you know, if they've discussed the which they probably have, you know, hey, what if we just reboot and start from scratch? Oh, oh someone yeah. Says to him, it's like, OK, look, we can do that. You're not going to see the real payoff to that anywhere, anywhere between five to ten years from the time we start production, you know. And like, are you willing to wait that long? Are you willing to wait it out like that? If the answer is yes, then go forward. If the answer is no, we need to like hit the ground running on stuff now, then you go with what you have and you try to rejigger some of the stuff that you've had uh, already had in place and maybe have put on the sidelines. So I mean, people are impatient enough as it is for good DC content. So I'm going to guess the answer is no. So they do have to. Yep. Yep. So that's just my yeah. take on that. No, no, yeah. it makes sense. And it's just, you know, hopefully hopefully, when it comes to all this, it's like, hey, I mean, the hot commodities, the, the names that get thrown out there a lot is Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. And it's like, mm -hmm. all right, if you're going to, like, continue on and maybe they'll, you know, work something out. It's like, I mean, obviously Cavill would be in for another decade or so. Uh, Affleck, I don't know what, I mean, what? how long does he want to go? But at the same time, it's like, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, does he? Ha, ha, we got to conclude your, you know, that story. If you want to conclude that story, maybe you know that's something that he would want to do. You know, the other thing I've wondered about too, specifically with Alan Horn, this I realized this, this realization, um, you know, over the last few days is like, Alan Horn was there. He brought in Christopher Nolan to direct the Batman trilogy and do other stuff. He gave Ben Affleck his directorial shot. Yeah. Like he, yeah. He, he gave Ben Affleck the chance of doing so Gone Baby Gone, The Town, and Argo were all done under Alan Horn's watch. So he's got to be looking at the pre previous leadership and be like, what the hell did you do to my boy? Like, how did you yeah. drive him to drinking and, you know, him getting divorced? <laughs> he was happy when I left him. Like, he was <laughs> happy, married, loving his kids, loving this creative energy that he had. And you guys yeah. 
you guys drove him down yeah, this no, horrible man. spot. Like he was just like, what the hell's wrong? Like, what did you do? Is would be Alan Horn. What did you do? Yeah, I know. I got something. I got something interesting that just entered my head. You know, we were just talking just now about how look, Zach's arc has Batfleck, you know, heroically die. And what did he say? At, whenever he talked about what the revisions he's making from, like the old storyboards, what the is, he talked about how grows up. Who does he have filling in that void, keeping Gotham safe? Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, that he, the door is open. If they were to restore the Spider-Verse, there's the door open for Leslie Grace, if she were so interested, if she were so inclined, I doubt it. What do you think? What do you think, though? Do you more likely that that Zach would call up uh, Leslie Grace and say, "Hey, would you be interested in you know our Batgirl?" Or do you see um, DC kind of you know saying, "Like, hey, you know, wait a little bit until you know we finally do reboot the DCU and then." I think the wound is way too fresh to be calling up Leslie Grace right now and being like, yep. hey, do you want to be Batgirl? Like, no, she doesn't want to be Batgirl. And I doubt, I really doubt that Adil Alarbi and Bilal Falal want anything to do with WB at the moment, too. Oh, I yeah, that's why they posted that Kevin Feige email. Yeah. <laughs> when they yeah. posted that, I was like, oh, that's a message. That yeah. is a message right there. Well, because it's, it's, I mean, I mean it's, if, they gave her, if they gave Leslie Grace and they said, would you like to work with Ben Affleck? You know, or whichever director that he would want to bring in on his solo project, but you know, I don't know. Look, well, the new the new bosses at the studio that the new bosses at the studio that you were working at said your movie was shit. They said your movie was shit. That's why it's not going to come out because they said it wasn't good. Now there's reports of how it tested, and it tested about the same as other movies. Maybe do you guys really think the movie was that bad, or they they're just saying that just to? Have an excuse. I don't think that. So I don't think that 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 Black Adam was as bad as Batgirl. I, I mean, think... there's that Batgirl was that Ben Affleck that Black Adam. Someone's phone's ringing. I think based on that one scene that got leaked with the scripted page attached to it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that scene was very good. I I really can't speak to the quality of the film itself because I have not seen it. I wasn't part of those test screenings, and you know, the idea of that movie in general wasn't exactly my cup of tea. But regardless, it was a Batgirl movie. It had a solid casting choice for Batgirl. It sounded like it was going to take a lot of inspiration from the Burnside stuff, and I don't know. I mean. It's kind of a tough call because like we, we can't really speak to the quality of something we haven't truly seen. And I for sure believe that film will get leaked. It, I mean, it's already had a leaked scene. It's already had, you know, a photo shown from production <laughs> with the director looking like a Batman villain. Like, no offense, but like that picture of him standing next to Leslie Grace and Keaton in the suit. He's in a he's white like, suit. And he's in know? a white suit and he's taller than both of them. And yeah. Just like, yeah. I'm just like, which Batman villain are well, you dude, trying to be right now? <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? Like when it comes to like. When it comes to those two directors, I enjoyed Bad Boy, Bad Boys for Life. I didn't think I was going to because I'm like, what? No, Michael Bay. Let's see what this is. And I walked out going, wow, wow. These guys actually did a good job of doing a third Bad Boys movie after so many years. And I thought, OK, cool. And then when it came to Miss Marvel, I went, oh, this looks very CW. And then when I watched it, I was like, you know what? Jesus Christ. You know, this is actually not too bad and not too bad at all. I like their their style. And uh, even when they were saying stuff like, oh, yeah, the editing is going to be like uh, Edgar Wright, fast paced Edgar Wright, which I love. 
that's what I love about Edgar Wright is his quick, fast paced uh, style of editing. You know, even like a guy Richie has that 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 kind of fast paced editing. I like that. Um, so I don't, you know, when it comes to the quality of the, it, it is, it's a weird thing because I, 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 that this makes me want to see it more. I mean, obviously, and, and again, yeah. this is why I had that whole theory of like, maybe is, is he, is Zaslav and crew playing 40 chess and they're just doing this to like build up hype for free. Because if you just like tip off the, the media, like, oh yeah, it's canceled. And then everybody starts like, you know, we've been talking about it all week for fuck's sake. And it's trending. It's doing all this stuff. That's all free marketing. I, I wouldn't, I mean, what, what, what's, what's the prevent them to be like, uh, you know, a couple weeks, few yeah. weeks from now going, going, Hey, all right, guys, we're going to release it on HBO max subscribe. And they get a giant spike because everybody's like, we got to see this fucking movie now. Is it bad? Is it good? And we got to support it, you know? And it's just, it, I even said this last night that 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 Marvel Studios has really tapped into using social media and 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 YouTube for like marketing because anytime that I, that anybody any YouTuber does a, a trailer reaction, you will never get an email saying there's a copyright thing for a Marvel reaction. Warner Brothers though, all the time. You dispute it, sure, it clears up, but at the same time, that email should not be in your inbox because it's like why. Why are you not utilizing the tools right now? Marvel and Disney understands this. They will not touch. If you do a reaction or commentary over a clip, they will not react to it because they know that is free marketing. So I'm like, that's why I had the theory of like, man, are they just like doing this to like build up stuff? Because look what happened with the release of Snyder Cut and stuff like that. I don't know. It's on interesting. That, on that note, Dave, um, if if let's say that were to happen, that this is all publicity and that it's going to be on HBO Max and all the publicity got people to watch it. Do you see any reshoots happening before they release it? Um, I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. Like it would, it would depend. I mean, that's the thing. That's, 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 that's the question right there too, is like, if it doesn't fit their 10 year plan and maybe it didn't. And I don't know. It's, that is a good question because I mean, from what we heard, Keaton is actually only in the movie for a few scenes. So in theory, if this, if they wanted to, if it was all about continuity in theory, maybe they could reshoot these, those scenes with Ben Affleck, but I don't know. Well, isn't, it, isn't it all pointless anyways if they if they get the tax write-off isn't that it isn't that's the thing one? that's the thing tax that whole yep. tax write-off thing is i mean it, it it just seems like when they were crunching numbers they figured out that and i think i even saw like a headline today that said um all the write-offs that they might get it's gonna almost it, it was like 825 million that they could write off and i was like wow i mean and you know at it from a business perspective, it's like, yeah, good on you guys for finding all that, you know, when it, but, but then of course you just go, eh, it's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it's like, who to blame? Is it them to blame for trying to clean up the mess or is it the previous to blame because they, they really just started the mess and they were green lighting everything. I mean, as much as we loved Jason Kylar for helping get the Snyder cut out and doing all the stuff and like, yeah, good job. But at the same time, it almost seems like, he was just like on a rampage of like, you get that, go, 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 go. We got to fill up this library. 
not well, looking at the bottom line. I mean, that's what's so crazy about this whole thing. What's the time? What's the timeline of this whole thing? When did the when did the movies get announced? And then when was yeah. it announced that they were Good selling? Uh, you know that the. They were going to sell the company. When, when did this Good happen? Question. I hope Steven is actually working on an article right now. Because it's like, okay, if you announce these movies and you know that you're going to get bought out and that there's a possibility that they could straight up cancel these movies. Yeah. Um, you know, that looks bad on you because why are you doing this? Because, because it's like, if you announce the movies and then it's, it's announced that, that, you know, you're going to get bought and they're like, you know, like, oh shit. It's already too late now, but uh, hopefully they don't cancel the movies. But that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm curious about the timeline of this whole thing because it sucks, dude. It sucks. You got your whole movie canceled because basically you're not part of the plan anymore. Yeah, I know. As I said, you're. We're gonna reset. We're gonna start. Uh, there's a new thing that's gonna be going on after the. I'm assuming after the Flash because that's yeah. supposed to fix everything, right? I mean, after the Flash, you might not even have Ezra as, as the Flash anymore. I know. So how are they gonna do? What are they gonna do with that? We're gonna get a new Flash and we're, a new actor to play the Flash, and then who's gonna stay? We're gonna get we're gonna have Jason as Aquaman, Gal as Wonder Woman. Is Ben gonna be Bat Batman? Yeah. Is Henry gonna be Superman? What's gonna it's happen? It's so exciting, isn't it? It's so exciting. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I'm going back to the Remember, I'm sure we all remember that behind Batgirl. Looking at and grinning at a, uh, it, it, it obviously like that post. It was implying that there is that. Like I don't know if maybe was Batfleck was going to be. Yeah, I don't know about higher up. You know it's got to be. Yeah, it's. I don't know about that. I mean, I think that was just like something where they were just like, "Hey, we're no, they here. were like, they were like, hey, it's gonna be Baff- It's gonna be Affleck, right? They're like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, and, you know, and we, we don't want to leave, you know. Uh, I mean, that's obviously that was once a, uh, a geekosity headline, <laughs> but, you know, didn't quite work out. But, hey, what can you do? Um, there's a lot of headlines that don't work out. Again, that's yeah. why I was like, giant freaking robot. You guys are really passing around that. And I'm like, have you seen some of the other headlines that they put out well, there? It's telling, them right. what they wanna, it's telling them what they want to hear. So they're going to push that, that narrative. Yeah. But, Jose, Mikey was right. <laughs> <laughs> It Hashtag. wasn't even Mikey, and it wasn't even Mikey. It was Sony. That uh, was the one with that scoop. Hey, you know what? Like I said, I credit what credit is due. If you get one scoop right, congratulations. You still got a couple other ones you didn't get right. Yeah, through. but acknowledge when you're wrong, please. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, I'm still waiting for them to announce Man of Steel too. I thought that was supposed to happen. Around don't be the male. Don't be a. Don't be a male Grace Randall. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm so glad now that everyone here is finally coming to my side on Grace. Speaking of Grace, because we haven't done, you know, this is the first Patreon stream since. What the hell was that meltdown that she had on Twitter? Dude, I can tell you what that meltdown was. All I saw was screenshots because I'm blocked, so I had to see the screenshots. That meltdown was her basically having a bitch fit, basically saying, I'm mad I didn't get this scoop. First, so I'm gonna have a giant whiz fit about it. And that's all yeah. that tweet. That's all that tweet yeah. chain was. Was her just having a giant fucking cry fest about you Snyder. You Snyder fans are getting played. I'm like, holy shit, dude! What the hell? We like, relax. Like we can't. You know, my theory. My theory about it. My theory about it is this. Okay, so, um, you know, when it comes to this whole thing, it's like, well, not really a theory, but this is the way I really like. I look at it. It's like I understand that she has been dogpiled 
by Snyder fans big time. And that, that is out there. That has definitely been there. That has uh, been a thing. And so she, you know, and a lot of people, even like the people, you know, the Rolling Stone, Tatiana, what's her name, has been dogpiled. People have been dogpiled uh, by that. So from their perspective, they're just like reacting emotionally. And that's what Grace did, like when it comes to all this kind of stuff. When she had that meltdown, it was like, oh, man. So like she, she like it really got under her skin. And, you know, and it's and it's not like she's wrong or anything like that, because like at, at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been dogpiled. You've had. But it's like but you have this platform. You have this audience. You need to be a little more professional when you're doing this. What are you doing? Like, stop it. Like, stop doing that. I mean, and the fact of the matter is, is like her sources are drying up because Warner Brothers Discovery. I mean, Zaslav is like going, hey, you know, we're not going to let's let's clean up this mess that was there. Let's not get it where like stuff gets leaked out. And then, you know, the people that she was had sources with either lost their jobs already or they're going to lose their jobs. So she's probably also upset about that, as well as some of the other people who are scooping too so but you know exploded this much since Jessica Chastain yeah she had like a real real like a real hate boner for Jessica Chastain huh <laughs> super, weird. super weird I don't get yeah. that at all I never understood what was he had yeah, the thing is always that he's difficult to work with. Um, I don't know who's telling her that because nobody's mentioned anything about that in the press about Henry being difficult to work with. Every single person who's ever worked with Henry Cavill, like whenever they talk about it on record, it's always he's good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a yeah. I mean. Gamer. Yeah, how bad of oh, a guy can he be? I know. I love. I love it how like his first Instagram post was like shown his computer. <laughs> it's like really yeah. after all this after all this hype that we had for like the past like couple of weeks with Comic Con. He just he posts on Instagram. Oh, you know yeah. what's funny? You know what's funny? Because Henry he has a sense of humor. So yeah. Henry probably knew he knew oh, yeah. how like, oh, like yeah. get people's attention. Like wait a minute, dude. This is not what we want to hear about. We want to hear about Comic Con. <laughs> Fuck your computer. <laughs> yeah yeah but he was just like you know what i'm gonna post about that and i'm sure i i didn't look but i'm sure there's a bunch of comments underneath those pictures of that are like dude are you coming back you're coming back as superman okay so well i uh, think i wanted to ask you guys too is like when it comes to dwayne johnson um like what are your guys' thoughts when it comes to dwayne johnson now like i mean obviously super pets came out and it didn't do that well and it just kind of shows you like, hey, all right, now these studios, another wake up call of like, stop paying these, you know, to get this ridiculous voice talent. I mean, Dwayne Johnson paying him twenty two million dollars to voice a dog. I mean, I mean, this is this. It's not as bad as uh, it's not as bad as Vin Diesel getting paid a shit ton of money to just say I'm Groot. Um, I'm just kind of going like, all right, if you're going to start like saving some money studios, can you stop it with like, just, you know, backing up a dump truck in front of some high profile celebrity to voice a character when it's not going to put butts in the seats, please. I will say this. The only reason I was even considering going to see super pets was the rock and Kevin Hart. But, but, but then, you know, when I heard that Keanu Reeves was Batman, I was like, well, that's more of a reason. But still, 
Yeah. Um, so other than that, it's like just looking at it, it's like, oh, it's a kiddie film. It's like it's it's not, and it's trying and not succeeding to be. You know. it's more actually money a good on movie. It's actually, it's actually a good story. That's what's sad I'm, about it. It's actually a good story. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they spent more money on the cast than they did on the marketing. They did. Probably. Probably. Because. Hey, look at this. We got Mr. Jason uh, McKenzie showing up hey. today. What is up, sir? Jason, the main man. Hey, Farts, how's it going? Hey. All right, all right. We're just talking. We're talking some super pets right now, man. How you hey, doing? Hey, man. Hey, guys. I've been watching, man. I've been watching. Yeah, I saw <laughs> you in the chat. How you doing? You know what? I haven't, I haven't actually seen super pets yet. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can wait for it to come out on video. It's it's fine. Like it's a bit, you know, I was even saying it's like it's a good movie. It is, but the whole time I'm going, I, I just I don't want to hear Dwayne Johnson coming out of crypto's mouth. You I'm know like, what, if Dave? Would have had somebody else. What's up? You know what, Dave? I mean, I'm, to be honest, like uh, all I want to see it for is just for, for Keanu Reeves voicing one of the characters, man. Everything that comes out of his mouth is hilarious. That's it's the gold, thing. Man. Like, it's fucking gold, man. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that it's like when when I that's what sold me on it. I was kind of iffy on it, but then when I was like, "Wait, Keanu Reeves is playing Batman," uh, no. I kind of like that. And then when you watch the movie, like every everything that comes out of his mouth is hilarious. Like it's fucking, it's funny, and it just works. The best part of the I just, I just had to close the actual stream because I had like other people talking over, and I just realized, hey, I got the still got the stream going in another tab. It's all good now. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> what were we gonna say, Eric? No, it's just that the best part of the market, the single best part of the Super Pets marketing was that scene and, and uh, Kevin Hart's dog. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, they had, and that's 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 in the movie where they talk about like, you know, they're, yeah, and it's a great scene. And like, again, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I think it was even in one of the trailers too, like one of the first things that he says, he goes, I miss my parents. You know, it's just yep. stuff like that. It's hilarious. Like, and there's other ridiculous things that he says too, like in the movie. And, and it sucks because again, it seems like the story was pretty well thought out, but then of course they screwed it up by like, Hey, we have to get a bunch of big names and we got to do this and spend half the budget on their salaries. And I'm like, all they had to do was just, get some good voice talent and just put it out there and hope for the best. And then maybe it would have been something, but you know, the fact that it's just like people are just kind of waking up to the fact that like, yeah, Dwayne Johnson's cool and all, but I, I don't want to see everything and drink everything and eat everything that you're promoting, dude. I'm sorry. You know, well, I can't believe on. Okay. I can't believe. Sorry. <laughs> We're all talking over each other. <laughs> Let Jason talk. He hasn't been here all day. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jason. I mean, seriously, like, for real, like, he, Dwayne Johnson got paid, like, how much? $22 million. $22 million. Come on. Yeah. What the fuck, man? For yeah, Super exactly. Yes. Yes. Variety posted that, that he got paid $22 million for Super And not to mention, his oh, company, fuck, Seven yeah. Buck, Bucks Productions, whatever, produced it, and they got a piece of the pie, too. So we you're talking pay. about just like, I mean, you're talking about a shit ton already just going to him and his production company. I mean, it's just his voice right, okay? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that's more than what most uh, AAA actors get paid for doing an actual live action part. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. Let me, so ask, ridiculous. let me ask, does anyone know how much was he paid for playing Maui and Moana? 
No, I don't know. I'm sure it was a lot though. Yeah, I'm sure it was a yeah, and that's the thing is like, and I think what Warner, I mean, from what I gathered too, I mean, even though with all the craziness that happened this week when it came to Warner Brothers Discovery, it almost seems like Zaslav is going, all right, this is get it's getting out of hand. It really is getting out of hand with some salaries and everything. And then now we have streaming, which I don't think again, you know, and I'm just, I'm going to back this up. And I, and I said this last night and I maybe said it on film junkie live too, is like these studios were not ready for the streaming wars and all the streaming because it's like, it just seems like, you know, you got Netflix is like the cash flow problem. Uh, You know, same thing with Warner brother. I mean, it seems like the streaming services, which streaming service is still, you know, doing like well with numbers and how do we know if they're telling the truth? I don't know. It's all very fucking weird, but I don't think they were ready for it because it was leading into it. Like we were still about five, maybe seven years off before like the streaming wars were going to get pretty hefty, but then COVID came and just fucking put it up to the forefront and, and, and nobody knew exactly what to do and how to handle it. And from my gather, just talking with people that are in the business, it's just like, Oh yeah, so that 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 service is not lo- it is losing money. That service is losing money. It's just it's all not. They just didn't think it out. That's why Jason Kyler was like, "Fuck it, let's do day and date. Let's see what happens." And he was just he's just one of those guys that's just like he's a quick draw, a gunslinger. Let's do this. I'm an entrepreneur. I know you know. And for the most part, did it work a little bit? Yeah, maybe. But then for the most part, bottom line didn't and now they're cleaning up the mess for it um but yeah i think just these studios were not ready for the streaming fucking craziness well one wonders i can't help wondering though if it would have worked a whole lot better if um if he had kept you know his original instead of shelving all that and to emmerich i don't know i really don't know it's all crazy but uh jacob you've been quiet <laughs> what are your thoughts <laughs> I'm, I'm on the side of um let's pay voice actors to voice yeah because that that's never that's, that's that dude that's, that's never gonna happen yeah <laughs> i mean well, so I much voice talent out there you don't have to get these big fucking names you know i mean no. it just seems crazy it really is. I mean, and, and I know they try to sell it on that, but it's at, at the same time, it's like, I remember like, wait, uh, the, the first time, like one of the very first times that they got a big name to voice something in animation was Robin Williams in Aladdin as mm-hmm. the genie. And I remember even uh, hearing a story that Robin Williams did not want, he was like, no, don't put my name on the poster. Don't even mention, you know, try to mention in the marketing that it's not me because he didn't want to take away from the other voice talent that were not names. And he's like, no, no, don't even mention. And that's how great, you know, and you know, warms my heart because Robin Williams was just a, such a fucking good dude when it came. And when you hear stories about Robin Williams, you always hear is like one of the greatest dudes in the world. And it sucks what happened. Um, uh, may he rest in peace, but it just kind of makes, it just kind of shows you it's like, all right, that's where it kind of started because then all of a sudden it's like in the nineties, that's where it was like, oh yeah, we got to get this voice down. And mind you, yes, I get it. Like Toy Story, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, that worked very well. Sure, it did. There's times that it does work, but it seems like nowadays, now that we're 20 something years later, 30 years later, it's like we got to now it's time to just go, no, no, stop doing It's not working anymore. We had arguably one of the biggest movie stars that was the lead of this animation. And it didn't put butts in the seats. And it was literally a just it, the whole Justice League was in there. 
Superman, all the stuff, and it didn't put butts in the seats. So it's like, hopefully Zaslav is looking at that going like, okay, if we do another animation thing, we're, no, don't don't hire these big names anymore. We have to pay ridiculous salaries. Just fucking get some voice talent that could probably do better and we can market it better. I don't know. Hopefully that's what they're looking at because I, again, Super Pets was good, but the whole, my biggest gripe was the fact that I'm like, I hate that I'm hearing Dwayne Johnson's voice out of crypto. That was my biggest gripe. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is this is probably another example of how like David and I are looking at things from the opposite perspective. I, I really, like I said, um, the fact that the rock that got my curiosity. Now, granted, now granted, you know, it was Kenna Reeves that got my attention, but yeah, I mean, I yeah. would. I would not have given a, a crap about Super Pet until I heard that. Oh wait, The Rock is voicing. Oh wow! Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. But did you see it? You didn't go out and see it though. You were curious, but you didn't go out and see it. It was I haven't, enough. Even, I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have like, 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 even though it triggered something in your brain, it wasn't enough for you to actually go buy a ticket and go see it. That's the thing. It's like, it doesn't even, I mean, it doesn't I even have any streaming for sure, well, but you know, yeah. I, I mean, I can't speak for why others might not have gone and seen it, but I, at this point, I'm only really, in terms of animation in theaters, the only things I'm really interested in are. Pixar animated and the occasional, you know, uh, DreamWorks thing. If it's, you know, like um, I'm trying to think of an example of like, you know, the Shrek films or something like that. Not just me and my personal interest where I'm like, I got other DC content I'm more interested in, you know, uh, other than yeah. Super Pets. And so yeah. an animated Super Pet, I like, I'm more interested, although I, I mean, my enthusiasm is sort of the same it is for other, I mean, like, I would be more excited about if they made a better push to for all their DC animated movies. Like they got Green Lantern, Beware My Power coming up. I'd be yeah. more interested in going to the theater to see that if given the opportunity than I would Super Pets. But that's just me personally. In my you, know, you know what's interesting though, Kerry, when you're saying that, I actually watched Chris Stuckman's review of Super Pets yesterday. And it was funny because the first thing that he said, and he made it sound like, you know, like he goes, yeah, I had, he made it sound like it was like, I have no interest in seeing this movie at all and then he went i was pleasantly surprised walking out because i went in going this is just what is this gonna be i like the marketing wasn't there this and then he walked out going wow i i actually really enjoyed that movie and i went yeah the marketing was terrible because i don't know maybe it's part of the transition what's happening there's a lot of things that just went really bad when it came to this but then again at the same time it's like he didn't mention i mean yeah he mentioned the names but at the same time i'm like going, kind of going like all i'm saying when it comes to the names is like stop paying these ridiculous salaries for the names and you can cut your budgets down and i think zaslav is seeing that and hopefully that you know hopefully a lot of studios got like take suit because it's like it gets ridiculous but at the same time it's just like what there's something that really got messed up when it came to the super pets um marketing because when you have somebody you know a big youtuber like you know reviewer going yeah i walked in going i don't even this is going to be something stupid it's in what like you said uh Carrie, it's not pixar it's not dreamworks it's like what is this and then he walked out going wow that actually that story was actually really good like Holy i mean shit. what what is warner brothers i mean i'm not a marketing person i said for warner brothers uh, part of it like where do they market content that's meant for kids or families? Like, I, I don't know what 
what yeah. platform they had like cartoon network okay so were there were they putting trailers uh, on on cartoon network for super pets like or were they putting it on i mean I, you don't see <laughs> is there anything in like the animated section of hbo max that has like a blurb on the margin saying something about super pets or anything like that or or a deal with Roku devices or something know. like that, just like have little ads. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just like, it just seems to me like the marketing wasn't there at all. Whereas you, I mean, I saw a ton of trailers or, or, or snippets and things all over the place for like Lightyear. You know, it's just, so. it's just DC being cursed. Like it's always been like, it doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> even, even an animated movie. The animated movies like Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Who knows about that movie actually? Like who I know, right? They never here, I think it's already out. Like, I have already out. Here. It's it's out. out. There you go. Yeah, he's Thanks. got it. He's got yeah, it right there. Out. But like who had a premiere for it. They had a panel for it at Comic Con and a premiere for yeah. it. So nine times oh, out of ten, they usually have an animated movie premiere at Comic Con for Warner Brothers DC. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest, while we're talking about a curse, I mean, look, in this case, uh, the, the only reason that it's under a curse right now is because they uh, they dropped the ball on Zack when they had Tim and David Ayer. Just- That's true, but also remember, not everyone in the world is a Zack Snyder fan. They don't exactly. want, they don't a fan of these movies. They don't want to see it continue. They'll be like throwing, they'll, they'll riot if it continues. It's like, we'll riot if it doesn't continue. So it's like, it is, DC it is fans are always going to be bumping heads when it comes to this. Yeah, stuff. it is interesting when like people go like, "Who's your Batman?" and people will be like, "Christian Bale." You know, it's like, oh, yeah. you know, that's that's <laughs> the last. That's the yeah, only. yeah. But I mean, but you're within this this universe, you know, Carrie. They don't really realize. They're just like, oh yeah, Ben Affleck was like in a bat Batman in some movie that I probably didn't even see or something like that. I don't know. But that, that's what's funny about it is like people will look at like Christian Bale as like their Batman. You know, when that was like over, that was a decade ago almost where like he was the last time that he was Batman, you know, and then maybe people will now, you know, obviously when it came to the Batman and Robert Pattinson, maybe they'll start saying that. But it's just like it's 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 interesting because within this world and even like I mean, I guess it's like it's expanded, too, but. You know, if you were to ask somebody like, hey, what's your favorite Batman? Would they actually say Ben Affleck or would they say Christian Bale or Michael Keaton? It almost seems like those are always like there. But then at the same time, there's like this huge group that goes fucking Ben Affleck, man. I mean, look at him. Look at him. Look at that suit. That suit's the best suit. And we all agree with that. It's it's such a weird thing because. Well, look, and at, I look at what it. happened uh... Look what happened with the announcement of, of Affleck coming back. There were so yeah. many people, yeah. so many check marks. But what are what were a lot of people saying? Like they always like they've been saying since since twenty sixteen. I love Ben. I love I love Ben as Batman. He's perfect. He just needs better material. Yeah. He just needs a better yeah. script. Yeah. He just needs this. Like, this I hate that shit. It's like they, they Ben Affleck brought, brought in Chris Terrio to write that fucking script, guys. Come on. Right. And they don't I mean, care because all they focus on is Martha and that's it. That's all they ever have. Jason, what were you gonna say? I mean, for the most part, you know, you could say that for this generation, you know, most people are gonna say, you know, Ben Affleck, you know, because uh yeah. you you you're talking people that aren't familiar with uh you know, with Keaton's Batman and with uh even with just you know George Clooney and and, and so on. So most people in this generation, of course, are gonna say Ben Affleck is 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 their Batman, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's just a weird thing because like yeah, I don't know what were we gonna say, Eric. Sorry. Well, well, considering how you're bringing up Christian Bale, well, 
again, while I was talking about dropping the ball with Zach, if you wind the clocks back, even like the, before BBS, the whole reason Zach was brought on was they wanted him to do for Superman what Christopher Nolan did for Batman. And if they had just gone through with that original plan, if it had been, you know, a Superman franchise, instead of looking at looking over at Marvel at the and wanting dollars, well, then I'm sure we would have um, people would have been a lot more satisfied sooner. Yeah. Oh, crazy. What are you eating? Jacob, um, <laughs> covered strawberry. Okay, that looks delicious. He's been going to town on that stuff, and I'm like, "What is that?" This, this is why I was uh, so quiet for so long. Dude, those are those, those are for tennis shade. What are you doing? This is like the sacrifices you make when you're engaged, right? You're making me so I had to, pizza, I had, This is like the last that sacrifice during this stream. <laughs> this is um, the last box, and there's like four more left. I just had three of them, and then I had to ask my fiance, "Do you want the last one?" And oh, then she just kept saying, "No, you're score, man." I think what are they called? Those, those gigantic like strawberries dipped in chocolate. What are those called again? What's the brand? Um, edible arrangements. Oh, <laughs> nice. I think no, at least the one I go to. Yeah. When the hell did you get engaged, Jacob? When did you get engaged? It's been a while. It's been a while, okay. Because sometimes you've told me that, like, uh, something. Long term thing, man. Congrats. That's that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. That I figured it was a ruse. Anyway. That's, that's, a, like, <laughs> that's another story I'll have to go into sometime. Anyway, shut up, Jacob. Anyway, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a point, and then suddenly Dave interrupted me to talk about the Huh? Anyway, I don't know what you huh? said, but uh, <laughs> what? I was talking about how, like, when Dave brought up, um, uh, ben, uh, brought up, um, Christian Bale's back. Look, if we go back to, you know, my point about dropping the ball on Zack Snyder, look, the whole reason that Zack, that Zack Snyder was brought on was was so that because Nolan said that Zack could do for Superman what he was Nolan for Batman. And if they had just done that instead of looking at Avengers and going, oh, I want Avengers money, let's, let's do a Justice League. If they had just let Zack do Superman, then I'm sure people would have come around to that a lot sooner. No, no, yeah, well, we heard that. It was just, yeah. I mean, I get that. Like again, your mic and your internet's been cutting in and out a little bit, Eric. That's the, that's the bad part about like that. That's why I like diverted to uh, to uh, wondering what uh, Jacob was actually eating right there. No, no, no. We got we got that. And like, yeah, we've talked about that. It's the fact that it's like, yeah, if you would have just let him do his thing, it would have been done already, and they could have either hit the reboot button or built off what he already created, which. Um, you know, honestly, like it just always depends on what works, obviously. And sadly, um, you know, when they look at like things like, oh, yeah, did it make a billion dollars now? That's like the mark. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that? Whoa, easy there. <laughs> anybody with uh, anybody with your buds, are you okay? Your your hey, is ringing now. Jeez, I'm, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna order a pizza. You're gonna order a pizza. <laughs> I'm order a fucking pizza, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I get that. Yeah, you know what? You know what I did today? I was like, "Fuck it," you know. And 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 Jose is gonna like this because I was like, I haven't been to Taco Bell in a couple of months, and I was like, Dude, you know, I have Taco Bell on the way right now. I'm sure you did. I know you <laughs> love your Taco Bell. 
I mean, that's the thing. Is like I went to Taco Bell because I want. I I heard they had like these new cheddar like stuff, like whatever the fuck. And of course, the one it's this the one that's in my town is awful because they always they're it's shit. And I get there and there's like a sold out sign for all the new products. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Have so they, then got, I have they got, restocked on Mexican pizzas yet? No, they were sold out. <laughs> they were sold out. Oh. Totally sold out. And I was oh. like. And I was like, damn, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get that, that, and that, you know? And I was like, all right, I'm going to have something right now. And then I have stuff for later, you know, when I get, you know, like three weeks ago when I went to a Taco Bell and I asked (laughs) them about that, they're like, they're like every single store was not ready for the, the outpouring of, of people wanting the Mexican pizza. And I was like, you clearly don't understand why you haven't had loyal customers for a while. I haven't, I haven't, how are you? How are they? The Mexican pizzas. I've never had one. Carrie, how are they? I like them. I like them good. I never had one either. So, what were we going to say, Jason? So, uh, I've never tried Taco Bell. And uh, the thing (laughs) is, (laughs) I don't know how popular it is in New Zealand here, but um, we actually have one here now in our hometown. And I still haven't tried it yet. So, is it good or is it bad? It's good, but it's just bad food. It's just, it's, it's, (laughs) you know, it's not good for you, obviously, but it's good. It's, I don't know. When I, when I had it today, I hadn't had it, I hadn't had it in a couple months, but there's something about their, their fire sauce mixed in, which is having like a, you know, I got the beefy, you know, five layer burrito. There's something, I love that thing. I got a chicken quesadilla also. And it's just, it's just good. But at the same time, you're hating yourself as you eat. It's the McDonald's you know, not be... cheeseburgers when you know there's like in and out available somewhere yeah. else. So yeah, it, it may or may not be real meat, but it tastes good. Real meat. But I, I nearly always get the the, um, the cheesy bean and rice burrito. It's great mm. for yeah and i mean and and i and i love the fact that they they kept the um the uh whatchamacallit tacos that are like wrapped up in doritos chips or whatever you know the shell the doritos Um, tacos i love those those are great and i'm glad they kept them but it it, but there's always things like the grilled cheese burrito man we're going off on a tangent of of uh taco bell (laughs) Fucking food right now. Which Restore the Taco Bell. I know, right? <laughs> but like, but like, there'll be things that they don't have. I'll like show up, and I'm like, I haven't been here in like over a month, and then I'm like, oh, they don't have that anymore. What the hell, you know? And I remember when they they had a grilled cheese burrito. Fucking awesome! Literally, you have four cheeses in the burrito, and then there's a layer of cheese that they grill outside the burrito. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ! That sounds good. Oh, it's and then delicious. They fry it. And then they put sprinkles yes. on it. And yes, then... <laughs> it was so good. But then they like got rid of it, and then they brought it back for a moment, and then they got rid of it again. I'm like, why? Like, does it really take? I mean, you guys have cheese all over the place. Does it really cost that much money to add more cheese to something? I don't know. It's all crazy. But all right, let's go back to let's go back to DC for a little bit. I got a question for you. <laughs> for you my PC yeah, okay. yeah. So right. going off of what all of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Going off of what Zaslav said, uh, realistically, when do you think we could maybe get word or an indication that they're working on another Justice League movie? Mm. 
I don't think anything's <laughs> going to get announced until after Flash, after the Flash movie, man. Like, yep. seriously, like I think Jason's I'm, right. Jason's I right. I'm with Jason that. on that one. Ain't nothing yeah. happening until after the Flash. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so that's not that. Any... I mean, that's not that far along. You guys, I was thinking it was going to take longer than that. I don't think they should focus on Justice League at all right now for many years until they figure no, out what not, exactly you're not going to see any Justice League stuff for for quite a long time. But I think, right. you know, to be honest, yeah. if we are, it's going to be if they're, it would mean that they talk with Zach. It doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily have to be with Zach. It could be somebody else. Well, yeah. I mean, if they only do it sooner than several years from now, it means that they. Yeah, but even if like if it was sent something with Zach, it wouldn't be till five plus years, anyways. But what are we gonna say? Phil, what are we gonna say? I was gonna say if you can't get Zach Snyder, give the job to David F. Sandberg or Andy Muschietti. I'd take either one of them. They know. How to I was gonna say it, it really, it's really Muschietti. gonna be on how Muschietti, well yeah. the Flash does because if the Flash is like a hit, and I mean like you know crossing you know seven hundred million at the box office, regardless of what people you know whatever's going on with Ezra. If it's a it's a, it's a box office success and people and and it gets well received critically too and and the fans are embracing of it for the you know other than the the Snyder fans that just want to hit everything not not rated um, you know um, if it's a, if it's a strong enough of a success then I could see them reaching out to Andy Muschietti and say hey how would you feel about trying to usher usher in another Justice League movie. If not a flash a direct sequel, but you know, who um, knows? And again, who knows how he went through such a <laughs> rigor. This this movie went through so many revisions, even with him being on it. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to like do true. much for a while after that. I don't know. And honestly, as much as like those the radical Snyder fans like are who are like beating on Flash, uh, as much as they like to whine about like, I think the truth is. The success of the Flash would increase our chances of getting more of Snyder stuff. Well, it's the most Snyderverse movie. That's the thing. It's like a lot of people like when it comes to the future movies, like Black Adam, Shazam, and Aquaman. I mean, yeah, Aquaman's going to now have a level of uh, Snyderverse in it with Affleck, but the Flash, you're probably going to see literal scenes from. Uh, you know, one of the previous movies, you know, we've already kind of heard that kind of stuff. And it's just like, that's why I don't understand when people are like hating on it so much. I'm like, this is going to be the most Snyderverse type movie and it's not going to erase anything. It's just going to take it to another trajectory. How does the multiverse work? Well, guess what? You do something and then it just, boo. And then all of a sudden a new timeline is formed, new timelines form. And well, blah, blah, blah. I, yeah. I think that whole new timeline thing has really been the crux of the whole I mean, yeah. there's, there's there's the Ray Fisher stuff, but you know, yeah. the, the, the the crux of it really has been like, even if they don't erase the Snyderverse, they're going to the plan that Hamada and Emmerich had. It seems like was basically just going to leave it on the side and leave it in limbo and say our main universe going forward is going to be one where Michael Keaton's the main Batman. We're not going to yeah. have a Superman, yeah. a Supergirl, uh, you know, and and all these other things that aspect. You know, Cyborg's not even going to be probably be a character in this universe or at least we're just not going to directly address it, you know? So they were going to, it was the fact that they were going to go forward with that version of the universe, even if the Snyderverse was just sitting on the side here, they never, you know, Hamada and and, and, and Emmerich were never going to touch it again. Um, and they were just trying to completely move away from it. So um, I, I think it was more the issue of like, 
I don't want that universe. You know, a lot of us were like, I don't want the Snyderverse left in stasis, left in limbo, you know, and, and, and then invest all our time and energy in this new universe. So, I mean, that's sort of my guess is even circling back to the whole Batgirl thing is I think my guess is that Zaslav and the crew looked at what Hamada's and Americ's plans were like, why would people want to invest in this brand new universe when you got a one that it doesn't take a lot to rejigger and, and get and, and get momentum going behind it again? Um, and, you know, we don't want Michael Keaton as our main continuity Batman uh, going forward. And Batgirl seemed to be the first one that was really showing that true, you know, that that development of that universe, you know, going forward. But, yeah. you know. The, other the, was, flash, the flash, <clears throat> it makes sense, but Batgirl, it doesn't. And like, again, Batgirl mm. was supposed to fit in a very little tight window and it just, now it's all effed up and it kind of fucked the whole thing up. If they still kept with the same release dates, if flash was still coming out this November and then right after that Batgirl was going to come out, maybe they would have been like, all right, HBO max, it's still going to come out. We're good. Please watch it. Blah, blah, blah. The fact that everything got all messed up, it just really screwed things up because, yeah, it's just that. I think that, what, that, they, I, I think what they need to focus on is um, because since the, this is a new regime, the old regime is gone. The old regime that fucking hated Zach and, you know, mm -hmm. couldn't stand him. I don't know if they hated Zach more, more or his fans more. I don't know. That's debatable. But um, they just need to, like, they need to respect the, you know, Zach's universe his world that he created he built and just continue it without and show us that they can do it without even needing zach that zach doesn't have to be there to direct all these movies give me a superman movie that's directed by somebody else other than zach and show me that you can pull it off because that's what they need to do they can't have zach yeah. come back and do every single thing like no. these, like these hardcore snyder fans want that's not gonna happen that's never gonna happen so continue this universe respect the characters that have already been established by zach and his movies, and show that you you can do it without Zach. You don't need Zach, but you can still do a, and you yeah. can still do a successful, uh, good movie. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, Zach would be just to do Just League Two Three. Forget the fucking Justice League movies. That shit is not happening <laughs> for a long time. Just give me a give me a Batman movie. Give me a Superman movie. Give yeah. me another yeah. Man of Steel movie. Yeah. Give me a team up movie with the Flash and Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Give me a Green Lantern movie. Give me that stuff. Oh, dude. You, oh man. Can you I mean, imagine like like say they see the the potential in Affleck and uh and Cavill? It's like, hey, just do like a world's <laughs> finest movie and see what fucking happens. You announce that shit that you're gonna have like a Batman and Superman movie with Cavill and Ben Affleck because it's just like they worked out something and it's like, hey, we're gonna do that. You know how big that would blow up the fucking internet, you know? Oh, it's like, sure. oh my God. But uh, Jason, you were going to say something? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, right? So, like, when with what Zach, uh, you know, created, uh, when he with what he did with Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, etc. I mean, when you think about how groundbreaking it was and how dark and gritty and, and grounded it was, you know, like, when you think about it, what other studio or director has actually done something like that? He's kind of like a pioneer in a way, you know what I mean? So, no, he doesn't have to be directly attached to any continuation with Snyderverse and so on. But, like, you know, if somebody was able to, like, just take with what he built and just keep running with it, you know? I mean, yes. uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's just such magic that for it to completely die and just not be continued on with in whatever, uh, in whatever way or whatever, yeah, it's kind of heartbreaking, you know? I mean... 
it's it's kind of heartbreaking too that you know that uh, you know we're not gonna we, we haven't seen any more Green Lantern stuff, and we were not going to get that Green Lantern series. Like, I guess you know, whatever. Oh no. Cartoon. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. but it, but it, but it, in a perfect world, if Zach had been able to continue on with his story arc exactly the way with the in the next two Justice Leagues, it's very likely that we may have actually been able to see Wayne T. Carr in an actual Green Lantern movie. You know. Yeah. Right? And if yeah. it, and I think even Eric brought this up earlier, and I know Stephen Colbert Stephen Colbert said it on the vodka stream before. It's like if they just made more Superman movies with Henry Cavill and kept relatively a similar tone to what was in Man of Steel, uh, then or continued some version of the character's arc, you know, then a lot of folks, I mean, and, and you know, would have, who are pushing for the Snyder the Snyder cut even probably would have lost the enthusiasm for it, and that might have even been me because I'm like. Well, you know, my investment in Zach's movies and in the DCU in the whole in the first place all comes from Henry Cavill and from Man of Steel. It all stems from that. You know, I love BBS, yeah. um, but <clears throat> and most important to me has always been seeing seeing more Cavill. Like I was, I was, I was, I remember walking out of Man of Steel, going, "I want Zach and crew and Warner Brothers to make." to treat Superman with the same reverence that Nolan did with Batman. I want that self-contained Man of Steel trilogy. That's what I was anticipating most uh, and, and excited about walking out of Man of Steel. Zach gave us something far bigger than that, which is great. And I'm all, I'm, I'm all, I was all for it, but I'll, I, there's that half of me that says, well, I never got the fulfillment of what I was really, you know, of, of seeing super, a modern day Superman story given a, given a trilogy you know, in this that touched on a lot of notes from the mythology in the same way that Nolan did with Nolan and Bale did with with Batman. So, um, you know, there's a, that that part of it is still unresolved uh, for me. So, if if they put if the new, you know, it doesn't have to be Zach for sure, but you can get other directors. I mean, again, I, I, I mean, I don't whether he would agree to do it or not is another question. But as Christopher Corey, obviously, you know, at one point wanted to do it. Um, yeah. There's other directors that could, I'm sure that you know, uh, that Henry's probably. I mean, maybe there's someone who's been working on The Witcher with Henry that actually would be a good director, and it might be a might be a first shot. But you know, hey, if you create a system uh, within Warner Brothers that says we can empower you as a storyteller and as a as a filmmaker and a writer or whatever um, to 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 make a, a great film, then you know you do that. Um, so I mean, no one. And the other thing too is just consistency within your universe. Not every movie has to have the same tone, but it has to be the, the audience that every movie is connected. I mean, no one walks around going, "Oh, I only care about the Favreverse of the MCU or the says the Russoverse or or yeah. whatever of or the Taikaverse in in, in the uh, in, in the in MCU." No one definitely says that. No one. <laughs> hey, nobody asking for that. No, yeah, exactly. for but like, but that's, <laughs> no, just, just to even mention that, I was like, oh. But that's because everyone understands. It's like, okay, directors come in, they do their thing, they get to play in that sandbox, they get yeah. to add whatever element of their their personality, their flair in storytelling, their way of dealing with that characters, and then they they whether whether they because they had a good experience and they are, are finished up their time or because they're like you know what i got other ideas that i'd rather do instead of this they they bow out or maybe there's creative differences but usually kevin feige catches that earlier on um before they start major production but you know it's not a, it's not always a you know you can't 
bat a thousand every time. So, um, you know, if, if Warner brothers can get themselves to, to where they have, okay, at least we're consistent within the tone, the broad tone of our universe, then it doesn't matter if Zach's not directing more movies. You can get other directors to come in and do a justice league or a Superman or, or, or a, like a Batman. I mean, you know, hell, if we're lucky enough to get Ben Affleck to come back and, and make his movie, you know, what, Gavin O'Connor could would be a good choice to for him to direct because Ga- you know Ben and Gavin have worked t- together multiple times. Yeah, the uh, account. Yeah. You know, account's phenomenal. The account's amazing, and it's an act. You know, it's a, and and even Gavin O'Con- Gavin O'Connor has different different you know things. You know, he does a lot of this. You know, whether it's the Way Back or or Miracle or or Warrior, like he's got a a love for sports drama. But the account is a great action movie. Um, and him and Ben have a clear, clearly a good working relationship, so he's going to bring a different tone to it than what any other director has brought. But like, we're going to, you know, if the aesthetic is still similar to what came before in BVS, and there's still, you know, may, maybe you have, you know, Hans Zimmer. I don't know, maybe Hans Zimmer does the music for it, or, or, or Junkie XL, or something like that. Um, I don't know. There, there's ways to show that like it's connected to the larger thing, but it's just different enough so you can still appreciate it on its own terms. And that's yeah. where you can enjoy different dire- different directors' interpretations of everything. But it is a sandbox. I mean, that's the reality. You have to recognize, and the studio has to recognize, we are asking these uh, these movie directors to play in a particular sandbox that we're sure. setting the boundaries for. And part of the problem is that they've had so far is they've never really defined the parameters of the sandbox. I mean, maybe it was when Zach was, Zach was still kind of overseeing things and, you know, David Ayer knew what the sandbox was, but since then James Gunn was never given a sandbox. And every time people would ask, you know, and, and he probably enjoyed that, but like every time people would ask, is this a sequel to suicide squad? Is this connected to the Harley mm-hmm. Quinn movie? And you know, what would Warner brothers say? Um, it's a James Gunn movie. Like that. <laughs> You know, like they didn't give any clear indication of how it was connected to anything. Yeah. So, like the, the the sandbox. I mean, you know, I don't know. That, no, I get what you're saying. needs to be a clearer <clears throat> standpoint on where all that stuff is coming from in the first place. Yeah, no, that's funny the one about. That, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Paul. I was just gonna say that was one thing that kind of bothered me about the Suicide Squad. It's like he he didn't James Gunn. It felt like James Gunn didn't at all bother consulting with Kathy Ann on where to pick up with Harley Quinn in regards to her story, and it just felt like she, they they just wrote off what happened in Birds of Prey. It's like oh no, she just got out of prison again. Like how'd she <laughs> get there? Is what I want to know. Yeah, but or like yeah. you know it, or, you know hopefully you know one of the movies that was announced i don't know where it is in development but like you know journey smollett coming back to do a black canary with misha green that's not happening yeah you don't think so well they'll have they'll have to rewrite the whole script again and and put it in this yeah and this new yeah. universe or yeah. this universe they're going for yeah i mean she knocked it out. Of the, she did knock it. Misha, Misha Green no. did knock it out of the park with Love, Love, Rock Country. So what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say about Gunn was that he's he's funny because somebody asked him on Twitter um, before Peacemaker was coming out, "Do I have to watch uh, the Suicide Squad to know anything about uh, Peacemaker?" And he said, "No, you don't have to." So he doesn't even tell people to watch his own movies either. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's yeah. that's that's kind of sad. <laughs> They'll say but, something um, different about Guardians Three, but you know, I think yeah. the big I think the biggest uh, step 
that even though they didn't announce it, they just showed a fucking PowerPoint presentation. Is that DC is going to be a studio? DC is going to be a studio. It's going to yeah, be its own thing. It was right, it's, right it's officially, there. it's officially going to be a studio. And like I said earlier, just show us the plan. Give us a plan. Give us the Feige presentation at Comic Con. Put out the fucking uh, the logos and all that shit. Whatever. Just do yeah, that. Yeah, but the last know? time they did that was on CW with Kevin Smith and Jeff Johns. Oh, oh. remember that? Remember that special? Oh. Speaking, <laughs> of Kevin, speaking of Kevin Smith, I forgot to mention it earlier, but I saw it on Twitter. Apparently, yeah. Zaslav uh, put the axe down again yep. on his uh, at the Strange Adventures uh, series yep. or something. Somebody sent me that in my DMs. They're like, yeah, listen to because he talked about it on uh, uh, Hollywood Babble, uh, his podcast he does every uh, Friday with uh, Ralph Garman. And I haven't listened to it yet, but apparently, yeah. Like they got the he got the kibosh on what he was working on when it came to that kind of stuff too. Like, uh, let me say, can I say something real quick? No. Oh. <laughs> no. For uh, the there's a guy in the comments, uh, Red Hood 420, said we don't need another MCU. Well, we're gonna get one because that's what Zaslav wants. He wants to be, he wants it to be like the MCU, so it's gonna be like that. So I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> we're gonna get a cohesive hopefully we're gonna get a cohesive universe yeah and yeah that's, it, doesn't hopefully. Have, it doesn't have to feel or act it doesn't as, have to be like the mcu but it's just it's has gonna to be feel dc like just, right. it's gonna be dc but just it's gonna be all cohesive and connected and, and we're gonna have and, and you're gonna have like they are going forward with joker too yeah uh, you know i yeah, i think nah. it's it's reasonable to remain optimistic about matt reeves batman films <laughs> no it's funny how they announced yeah. that they officially announced it uh you know that was a distraction. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was one hundred percent a distraction because for sure. Yeah, because of all the bad shit that was happening. They're like, hey, hey, I mean, the movie's not coming out for over two years. Why <laughs> the fuck are they? Yeah, they totally did that as a distraction because they knew that it would be huge and it blew up. Yes, they totally did that as a distraction. Yeah, no, definitely. Right. The what? Same as what? Joker. Wait, what? Huh? Joker, Joker <laughs> no, no, no we, were talking, we were talking about that. Yeah, that's why they yeah. announced Joker too, because of yeah. that. But also, yeah, but in the end, like, uh, as far as like, I, I'm sad that like Kevin, what Kevin Smith was working on was uh, was dumped. But honestly, that just goes to show that this is what we were talking, what people were, t what you were talking about before, Dave, is that the old guard has been setting up, has been greenlighting all this stuff. As because they know their time's going to end, so they're trying to green light all this stuff and then dump it all on Zaslav. And now that trying to make Zaslav like a bad guy, essentially. You just need that DC head, man. I, I, oh, they don't I really need a, their help for that. Yeah. There was a whole narrative on Twitter about, you know, Zaslav. Uh, you know, he's just a rich white dude, uh, Trump supporting asshole, racist, uh, seen that. And everything. Seen a lot of that. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't no, care he doesn't about care. No, he cares about numbers. That's it. Yeah. What's going to what's gonna drive the numbers? And to be fair, Jose, you were the one trashing uh, Zasloff in the chats, remember? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, come on, it's me. Like, don't take me seriously all the time. I, I troll a lot. <laughs> we do a little bit of trolling. <laughs> well, no, I know. I, I, like when it came to the Batgirl news, we were all kind of like this. But is even you, up. even you said it, David. It's not a yeah. good look. Can you imagine? Can you imagine look. they cancel? Can you imagine they cancel this Batgirl movie, right? And then they announce yeah. that they're gonna do Batgirl again in a couple whatever years, and it's a white and then it's a white redhead girl. 
Can you imagine how much yeah. how people are gonna lose their shit? Oh no, 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 I know. Like like the, the the optics don't look great. The optics don't look great. And then we even talked about like how it, it, it sets a bad precedent of like the fact is like who's gonna want to work for Warner Brothers Discovery if they're doing this? But then at the same time, like even talking to like people in the in the business to go like, yeah, but this shakeup maybe is what the whole industry needed was just like hey you laid the ground rules of like hey this is the way it needs to be we need to bring down budgets salaries and all the stuff it's gotten way too out of control so maybe everybody will follow suit and i'm kind of going well that's interesting take because yeah because everything is crazy like the budgets for some of these movies and mainly because of the salaries they're paying some of these actors is like it gets a little out of control even the producers are getting paid ridiculous amounts of money too and it's like if we you got to bring that down where it's like hey we're not just like doing these big movies so you can get a fucking hefty goddamn lottery you know ticket Honestly. you know or whatever the fuck we let's make some good shit where it's like hey where people are gonna appreciate it and and whatnot so hope me i mean that's when i looked at it from that aspect talking to those people and going huh interesting hopefully maybe we can get it to that too i mean because even disney plus is not disney is kind of going like ah and then well, look what happens the quality gets sacrificed you have an obi-wan kenobi series that it's like yeah it was good for the most part but there was a lot of things where it was like ah this should have been way more cinematic or better filmed and blah 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 but there was all kinds of other shit that you know it's that, like that Zazlov, i mean zaslav said it himself it's about quantity not quality yes. that's what we're not just gonna yeah. put out we're not just gonna put out a bunch of stuff. We're gonna put out stuff. Did and anyone, I hope it's true. I hope it's true. Yeah. Did anyone take notice of uh when Zaslav said we're not gonna release a movie just to make a quarter? Yeah. And it, yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that he said that. I'm like, anyone good. Think there was a shot at like Sujihara and Emmer Emmerich because they released yeah. just before it was ready to make their bonuses. Yeah. 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 Were we gonna you were gonna say something, Jason, maybe? Yeah, so like with the Batgirl uh, movie, right? I mean, you know, I, I really wanted to see Batgirl. I've got to be honest, you know. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, you know, like, like Dave, with what you were saying with the whole 4D chess move thing. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, the expectation is that they're going to do the whole tax write-off thing with it, right? Yeah. So I mean, if 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 they don't do that, or if it's not confirmed that they haven't done that yet, then theoretically we could still see it, you know, albeit on like streaming or whatever, you know. So mm -hmm. until we get that confirmation that they're doing the tax write-off on the Batgirl movie, you know, you just don't you just 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 never know. Yeah. Exactly. I have yeah. a theory on a place where they could release it, and it's still. I mean, I don't I don't know tax laws, so I don't know. Don't say Pornhub. Sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you know how there's. I mean, so many TV shows. There's so many pilots that are that are filmed and never get put to series. Aren't there like I, I know it's out there. I don't know what it Not is. Tonight, like, hopefully. Probably, like there's a like there's an Aquaman pilot with Justin yeah. Hartley, you know, yeah. and it's it's on one of the um, one of the Smallville uh, box sets, uh, season box set, or I there, did the pilot for the. Um, the Wonder Aquaman. Woman, David E. Kelly thing with Adrian Palicki. Did that ever oh, get sorry. released yeah. on like as part of like a video series? That Pedro Pascal was actually in too. Is he in that one? Yeah. So, so did did I mean? So sometimes they release random stuff like that as part of like another video, like as part of one of the bonus features. 
So, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know. Maybe I don't think so. I think, I think Zaslav is the type of dude is like, this is what we're going to do, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, like, I'm just saying that's I, that was one hypothetical possibility that we're like, they're not technically making money on the on it if it's a bonus feature. They're making money on the main movie or TV series that the, 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 the Blu-ray sale is about, and that just happens to be a bonus feature. So I don't know if that's yeah. a loophole or not, but or, or if it doesn't count, but whatever. That was that was anyway. one thought I had as far as that might be one way where it officially gets released, but like it's not made that it by itself is not a profit incentive. So. I remember like I had like on the uh, the DVD or Blu-ray of a Blazing Saddles, they had the pilot for this show that was loosely based off of it, and it was supposed to be the pilot. It was Black Bart, and it's completely different from it. And I saw the I saw that pilot, and I was like. I can see why this was not was not. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is part of the business where it's like, hey, all right, this is not the quality that it should be. I mean, you always forget, like, you know, especially when it comes to TV shows, how many times have they like, hey, they go into like that, like that Wonder Woman pilot. And I remember seeing the set photos and everything like that. And even, you know, going, yes, really, that's what her costume looks like. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we'll find out and see what it what happens with that, but then it got shelved and it was just, yeah, I mean, it's part of the business, but you know, but at the same time, it's like when you're, when you're, I mean, this is what sucks about the fact that, you know, when it comes to bad girls, like they were, they already shot it all. We saw the set photos and a lot of us were kind of going, Whoa, what's happening here. This kind of looks cool, you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, they're well, like, well, I think they said about 10 to 12 weeks that they were in post-production. So there was, there was definitely an assembly cut that got shown and apparently it just wasn't good enough, but you know, we've kind of heard that stuff before too. And it's just going to, I don't know. It's just, it's all very strange and you just, yeah, you feel bad for them. But at the same time, you also, you know, I can also see the business side of it too, where they're like, you know, this new regime comes in and goes, no, nah, that's crap. We can't do that. We can't do it. We just can't. But I mean, you know, you, you always see the comments about people saying, you know, it's okay, they got paid, they got paid. But, you know, I hate that. I hate that. it's not about yeah. that, man. It's just like no. when, you're attached, when you're attached to a movie that gets cancelled, man, it's like it's like you think to yourself, oh, fuck, you know? It's just, you feel, <laughs> it's just heartbreaking, man. Yeah. No, it's heartbreaking. What were you going to say, Eric? Well, it's just that, again, Scooby Pants was claiming that, that, uh, Batgirl got the same reaction in the test screenings that Black Adam did, and I'm like, "You're full of crap." I mean, I mean, even if that's correct, though, at the same time, they're not going to cancel Black Adam. They're not because it's coming out in in October. It's got Dwayne Johnson in it. It's got Pierce Brosnan in it. There's not. There's no way that you do it. Like in the budget that they've already put, like in uh, entirely all that. There's no way that they're going to cancel that. There's just no way. Even yeah, if it tested, no way. even if it tested worse than Batgirl, there's no way that they're going to like. They're like, all right, we're going to try and see what happens, and you know. And um, when it comes to that, I'm like, it's going to be curious. I'm going to get curious to see what happens with it. Maybe it'll be a, a surprise hit. Who knows? But if it doesn't make close to a billion, it's going to be a one and done. We're not going to, you know, Dwayne Johnson, sorry that you've been trying to get this project on, on its feet for about, you know, almost 15 years, but it's probably not going to go anywhere else, but just be that one. So I don't know. I think that his, his, all his talk about the hierarchy of power in the DC universe, as it turns out, what, <laughs> as it turns out, 
statement really it really needs is there's going to be a new heads of DC Films. Yeah, that's that's the big thing, is they need that, but at the same time they're having a difficult time trying to find that because people are like, oh, that's a big burden. You know, it yep. is a big burden. I mean, we can all just shoot out names, but no, like your Jay Oliva or your uh, your yeah Debbie Snyder, which is always Debbie a funny. Snyder. She doesn't yeah. want the fucking job. No, she doesn't I, want to do that know. shit. I think Charles Roven would probably be game for that job, but that's just my Yeah, favorite. I mean, if I was going to do that, yeah, yeah. Charles Roven, maybe, but maybe he doesn't even want to do it. You know, he's up in it. You know, it's got to be somebody, it's got to be somebody, you know, younger and just have like fire in, in their belly, whether it's a guy or a girl, doesn't matter. I'm like, you know, anybody who knows the content, anybody who's a nerd, because one of the things is Kevin Feige was very much aware, like he very much is a nerd himself. So, he and he started working on he was there for x-men you know he was there for that early stuff he saw how the sausage was made and how what like what what's gonna what what is it gonna take to do something and then when he you know set off to do you know the whole marvel studios thing he he accomplished that so obviously they're trying to look for somebody who had that fire that kevin feige had and that's difficult to find because then there's people going fuck no i don't want to do that that sounds like a taxing uh, that's going to be like a, a big chunk of my life trying to accomplish something that that maybe can't be accomplished i don't know so what was peter rice's background it would have to be someone who loves the dc comics dc characters passion. okay fine i'll do it i'll do it yeah i know let's, let's, all of us right here all of us right here can get paid whatever they were going to pay him we could split it you know, yeah. we'll be fine. As long as we have a decent living, you know, we can have a decent living yeah. and we could just brainstorm and just like, hey, we'll do I this. mean, whoever it is, whoever it's going to be, what, if, if, <laughs> even if they're only like if they're a fan of D.C., but they're not like steeped in the knowledge, if they just form them, if they create a com uh, have a creative committee with input from people like a Jim Lee, like a Deborah Snyder, like a um, I don't know, who, Charles Roven or other other some other people like uh you know and heck maybe bring in some occasional writers maybe maybe have a few conversations with grant morrison or something like that you know here and there you know um, i feel you like you're gonna have anyone from dc at that in that kind of creative brain trust or like the, in those on those conversations you're gonna want someone who's actively writing at dc today and someone who gets to regularly play mm -hmm. with all the characters in a different form i would probably suggest somebody like scott snyder tom yep. taylor grant yep. morrison like a lot of those writers who are really deeply involved with a lot of different characters as opposed to just, you know, single characters. Yeah. I, and the, the DC head needs to be able to like hear all those voices and figure out how to like funnel and consolidate them. Right. I didn't think of that though, but yeah, Scott Snyder. And it doesn't, and it doesn't hurt that names aside, Scott Snyder has <laughs> you know, um, approval, appreciation for that stuff. Yeah. He, I, I can tell you this though. Scott Snyder is very, very focused on his uh, his independent books, and really yeah. at this stage of his career, he's he's really, really laser focused. And he's got stuff in development too. Like he's like um, he's working with Netflix. I, I think it's it's either Netflix or Amazon. Like he's got his horror book uh, Witches that he released through through, um, through Image. Uh, and they're adapting that into a show, and he's been in the writers' room. And the jock, the artist who did um, did the art on that book, is doing concept art and stuff like that for the show. 
So he's been steeped in that. And he's got, um, I don't know where things are at, but like his book that he launched recently as part of his whole new line of stuff is of uh, Noctera. I think he's helping, you know, he's he's got a hand in that and the production of that becoming either a Netflix show or something like that. Um, so he's he's really going full tilt with his creator and stuff. But if they called him and said, hey, we want to get your take on Batman, Superman, Justice League and how to build a universe uh, going forward, he probably would, I mean, if you know, they, he'd probably welcome the invitation at least. Yeah, so, I, mean, he's, I mean, his Batman was excellent and his Justice League was excellent. So there you go. And, and Superman Unchained was one of the best Superman books of the New 52 era. Mm. And uh, even like his Batman All-Star, when it came to the Rebirth era, I thought that was a great like opening for that with him and yeah. Two-Face. became a Scott Snyder. You know, I mean, like one of the things that would be pretty unique is like, um, you know, when it comes to the MCU, it's like obviously sometimes there's going to be crossovers that happen in individual movies. But I mean, if you actually would have like what DC maybe should think about is like have a movie where you will like have two characters at the forefront, have a world's finest, have a Trinity, something like that. Because you never hear really when it comes to the MCU, it's always like, you know, obviously you have the Avengers and then maybe like Civil War. And then, of course, you have like a but it's Captain America's movie, but you have all these characters in it or whatever the fuck actually just sell it right up front where it's like, hey, guess what? We're going to have a movie with these two characters pairing off. The whole movie is them just in a movie or something like that, maybe do something like that. And th that's why I said if like, if, if, if you really wanted to like blow up the internet and you're going, all right, if you get Affleck back, if you get Cavill back, <laughs> go balls to the wall and just be like, Hey, we're going to do a world's finest movie yeah. right there. We're going to have both of them in there and people will be like, Holy shit. Wait, what? So we're going to have a movie with Batman and Superman and they're not fighting each other. Wait, wait yeah. what? <laughs> Holy shit. Like what? 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 People would the, just lose their minds. Yeah, I think the best characters for that would be Batman and Superman, and a Flash and Green Lantern movie. Uh, yeah, a buddy movie with those two. Yeah, start pairing off some of these guys. Do that because that's not what Marvel's doing. Marvel is just like, here's a you know the Thor movie, but yeah, yeah, you might get a cameo from somewhere else. But to have an actual movie where you pairing some people off, where it's not a big huge like team up movie. It's just two of the characters coming together because some of some of those when you read some of those books where two characters are paired off they're really good and it's like yeah because they're playing off each other because they're different and and the way that they uh you know just the chemistry or whatever why not yeah like hell yeah I, I talked a while back about like a spec script i was writing wonder woman and lois lane but that's probably not what we're talking about is it well, I mean, that could work, too. I mean, that would be interesting. Something like that, where it's like, like you have a movie where literally you have this Amazonian goddess and then you have, a, you know, this human being, but she's a crafty reporter. I mean, yeah. I know you've always talked about that. I've always been like, hey, yeah, I mean, it would never happen. But at the same time, I'm going, I'm intrigued by it because yeah. it's. Again, people would like it because of the way that they're so opposite. And it's like if you can. <clears throat> get a good script with some good dialogue and you get two actors that could be really like have a good chemistry. <clears throat> have you guys seen the, have you guys, uh, have you guys read the Shazam leaks? No. Way back when, I think even two months ago when we first started talking about the Shazam leaks on Reddit. Right. So there's a certain, there's a certain, you know, <clears throat> Justice League member that's going to be in the oh, movie, yeah. not just as yep. a cameo, oh, but really? as, a prom as a prominent role as well too. So, I mean, even the old regime, whatever, if they had a plan or not, was still kind of going that route because 
I remember I saw a post, and then I, uh, I, and I was like, yeah, that's true. Every single movie that's coming out is gonna have a cameo, in some way, uh, except for Blue Beetle because we don't know really much about Blue Beetle. Uh, but you have Black Adam, which is they have the cameo, which is gonna be Amanda Waller. The Malwar is gonna be in the movie, and then Hardcore is gonna be in the movie. Who knows if Superman is gonna be in the movie? Flash is just full of people. Um, then you got uh, the Shazam, where you have you know not to spoil it for everybody, a certain characters in that movie too. And uh, then was that character uh, on a bus? <laughs> she was, yeah, she was on. Yeah, she was on a bus. There's a when. Okay, I'll say this: when she walks into a room, ancient lamentation starts playing. When she opens the fridge, ancient lamentations of God. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, okay, they were building these movies with cameos. So, okay, well, let's see what happens with that. And then now with the new regime, even do it even better. Give us, like Dave said, give us a buddy movie with two characters. That's that's something that 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 MCU has not done. So why not try to like implement that with this new plan? It's like well, they tried like, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, and that show wasn't even that great. Uh, yeah, I know. I, they, they, awesome. they do, it's, it's but they, they, my, they top, my top three uh, Disney Plus shows. Well, of course, they do it, but they do it under the guise of like solo films, right? Like they did yeah. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. which was essentially kind of like a Thor and Hulk movie, but it really kind of wasn't. Mm-hmm. And you've mm-hmm. also got you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was a series, wasn't a movie. And then you've also got, um, I mean, you could maybe say Winter Soldier, the film, was kind of like a, a team-up between like Captain America and Black Widow. Cetera, Multiverse cetera. of Madness was not a team-up, but it's an interesting relation, an interesting dynamic between two pre-established characters. Sure, yeah. And, and it worked very well. But I'm just saying, sell the product as, hey, as we're going to have a movie. Up. Yeah, right. we're going to have a movie that has these two characters. I mean, again, if, <sighs> if they if they were to happen to nail down Affleck and Cavill, have a world's finest. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, that movie yeah. would be so fucking that that would just everybody be like, oh shit, I guess we have a plan here. Look at this, we're going to get a Batman and Superman movie again, but they're not fighting each other. They're teaming up 100. It's world's finest. Holy shit, like. Can you imagine how awesome that would be? Yeah. It's Captain Affleck. What the fuck? You know, it's crazy. It would be crazy. You'd have to, in, you'd have to introduce the characters, but, you know, uh, a celebrated run is the hard-traveling heroes with Green Arrow, Green, Green Lantern, you know, so depending yeah. on how you do something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I have a different question for you guys, more along the lines of Green Lantern. Mm. Why mm. do you think – that, that has been <laughs> why, yeah. like, why, has, why is green why has green lantern been do you think there's something on the concept level that's really really hard for the a lot of the people at warner brothers to wrap their minds around i mean like we all get it because we're comic yeah. book nerds and yeah. like you know whoever was developing probably understood it but is there something about yeah. like, it's no, the they, burden. It's the burden of that 2011 movie, and the fact that there's gonna have to be a shit ton of vehicles. No, you know what it is. They saw the character that's <clears throat> that's the Green Lantern that's basically like a floating head, and they're like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a kilowog? What is this? What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I mean, out of all of the fucking characters, you know, in the DC, we are way, way overdue for some Green Lantern fucking stuff. Oh, big time! Big time! Yeah. Jesus remember what David Goyer was saying about his old script that it was a uh, a space cop movie. Just looking at space cops, like space cops, like that should be a very 
these concepts. Dude, the green, the I think the Green Lantern Corps could be like the DC's Guardians. Honestly, they could be oh, like yeah. the Guardians. Oh, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. But make it, but make it that lethal weapon in space. Make it with John Stewart and Hal Jordan, and just like there. I mean, you have to again. The biggest thing is just casting two, two uh, actors that have great chemistry together. Like they've that 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 has been captured many many times in buddy cop movies. You know, and of course, we always look at Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. That was they had like the best. I mean, that's what started the whole buddy cop genre was those two. Yeah. When they announced that and, and you you sell it as and, and that's the thing. They, they were they were trying to put that like they were trying to sell it as a buddy cop movie in space. And everybody went, yeah, that's cool. Bring it. And then nothing ever happened. So if you're going to do a Green Lantern, please sell it continually as that because people are on board for a buddy cop movie in space uh in the cosmos because we really haven't seen that we haven't seen that yet so that's something fresh i will say this um if we have wayne as john stewart okay fine who would play off of him well look my relative has great chemistry with everybody so sure, mm -hmm. sure. yeah but he's busy uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You don't like Sam Benjamin? Just kidding. That's just, I don't know why. Oh, I mean, um, I, just, I, I remember thinking, after when I remember really thinking seriously after Guardians, the, after the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I remember saying to myself, Warner Brothers is out of excuses for Green Lantern. Like yeah. the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy worked as well as it did, like that that's where the people at Warner Brothers was like, we just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where I know. It's, I think I think they just too, they're too busy going like, man, we have this stigma from the 2011 <clears> thing and blah blah yeah, blah. I'm like, yeah. and I love I love the fact that Zach. I love the fact that Zach was like, yeah, if I had a Hal Jordan, I guess it would be uh, Ryan Reynolds. He didn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's time for Ryan Reynolds to redeem himself from that other piece of shit he did, and I'm sure he could do it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. he totally yeah. good. Oh yeah, totally for sure. I always thought Chris Pratt would make a great guy Gardner. Yeah, Chris Pratt would work. If you look at like you know the the main characters for 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 um for Green Lantern, I mean you have your Guardians team right there. Aside from you know Hal and John, you have Tomar Ray, Kilowog, and uh, oh, what's your, and what's your name? The uh, the Hispanic one, I forget the one that uh, Jessica Cruz, Jessica Cruz, Jessica Cruz, Cruz. as the uh, uh what what as the uh, what's your name um uh. Zoe Saldana's character. Gamora. Oh, Gamora. 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 Yeah. Gamora. There you go. Yeah. No, no. There's I mean, lot, no, there's a lot of potential with the, with the Green Lantern Corps. Totally yeah. is. Just copy one of the animated movies for fuck's sake. Or even Just like, I mean, like I would, like I said, I, I like, I really got into the, when, when rebirth happened, I got really into um, the new Green Lanterns, which, which was Jessica Cruz and uh, Baz. What's his name? Simon is Baz. Baz. Simon Baz. Yeah, yeah. Simon Baz. There you go. Great story, great story, and then even the Hal Jordan story, which is what, what its own dedicated story, because it was like, what happened to Hal Jordan? He was like lost in the cosmos, and it was like a, it was a really cool story of him trying to come back, him trying to come back because he did this whole crazy battle and got freaking lost in the cosmos where he was just like, yeah, and then you had John Stewart like heading the the Green Lantern army, not knowing where Hal is. I mean, there's. So many things you could do. There's a lot. There's a big world out there when it comes to Green Lantern. Would be a, you know who would be a good guy, Gardner? Uh, Glenn Powell. 
Oh yeah, yes. even a Hal Jordan would be a good Hal Jordan too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He's, kind of, he's used to playing kind of like the dick, so oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Gardner would be pretty good for him. <laughs> the ball cut. I mean, Hal Jordan is lucky, so yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's I so many. Want to see, I just want to see Guy Gardner with the ball cut. Seriously, have the ball cut. Me, and just the jacket. Just give me a scene with with Affleck. Uh, isn't Guy Gardner the one he punch that Batman punches? In the comic? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's the one that is it doesn't he knock him out? Yes. And then they're like, one punch. Yes. I think who's like yelling in the background? It was like, so, they're like, one punch, you knock him out with one correctly, punch. It's a Justice League International comic. Batman just cold cocks Guy Gardner. And I think Martian Manor says something to the effect of like you that was unexpected or something like that. A couple people <laughs> laugh. I always like how Batman was able to uh like in the the, the first issue of uh the new 52 Justice League, you know, he's Batman is able to get green, get uh, Hal Jordan's ring off his finger without Hal even noticing. <laughs> that's, like, what that's what I love about Batman. That's what you got to love about Batman and like have those aspects in there. Like, you know, I mean, that's what I love about um, what's uh, I mean, what was that animated, the, the animated, animated film where, you know, obviously um, the Justice League has to take on like, all all Batman's contingencies happen without his oh, uh, you know, doom. doom. Yeah, there you go. Justice League Doom. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Don't Warner Brothers Discovery and DC, don't be afraid of adapting your books. They're good. Okay. <laughs> Zack Snyder took page pieces out of it. Maybe yeah. Nolan did too. Christopher Reeves, uh, Christopher Reeves. Uh Reeves. Matt Reeves also did the same thing. Pulling pieces out of your books don't be afraid to actually go hey let's all let's do it let's do something about the you know this book right here that we have all this you have 80 plus years of fucking literature right here <laughs> you know or you know and going, going back and, to the, the heroes teaming up thing we're gonna get a i mean in the flash movie we'll get a flavor that with batman and flash yeah and, you know, and so that they're they're always a fun combo together well, there's a rumor that there's a whole scene. There's a scene with the whole Justice League in it, mm. except mm. for uh, Larry Fisher, of course. But uh, imagine if Uxus uh, had been able to grab Green Lantern's ring from the history lesson. How interesting that would have been. Exactly. Like, <laughs> lean into this shit. Lean into. It. I mean, that's that's yeah, what Marvel Studios like. Lean into like a lot of the shit where it's like, okay, yeah, remember when we're in Age of Ultron when when Captain America almost picked up the hammer like it moved a little bit and thor was like what the fuck and then all of a sudden guess what it all worked out <laughs> like years later in endgame where he literally just boom you know and it was like yeah it was a crowd yeah, but, then you, but then you also have stupid shit like the little kid in iron man 3 is peter parker shut no it's not shut the fuck up <laughs> i still believe that jose i still believe that that was that was peter I you know who also would be a great pairing if they ever uh, were able to figure out how to put them on screen together? Huh. Cyborg and Supergirl. Mm. Which I've, uh, I, I might have written something about that. Uh, There's that, that yeah, Two characters together. <clears throat> we need some Teen Titans, man. That's what we need. We need some Ooh. Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. That was a dead Dick Grayson in the universe. Sorry, what? Well, the dick verse. Apparently, 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 Phil wants some dick in the universe. Release the dick, right? You brought Cyborg. I would suggest. I would think. I would think Cyborg and Harley Quinn. 
Whoa. What? That's interesting. That's right. No, you know who I want? If we're going to keep it like this with the – give me some Harley and Vigilante. Mm. <laughs> I could buy that. Yeah. Between those two. Harley and Vigilante? Yeah. Yeah. Well, each other, but anyway. Yeah, from Peacemaker, Carrie, the show you never watched. Yeah, I never watched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I mean, like, like, yeah, if I had to suggest anything for Warner Brothers, it's like, hey, do team ups, do like pair offs, pair offs with something. I mean, you know, that's that that's something Marvel's not doing. They have their their movies but if you were to have i mean obviously when you look at the books you have your world's finest or you have these titles that you could actually utilize fucking utilize them and just have these pair offs and see what happens and people might actually dig it because it's something different because it's like oh shit we're gonna see a movie with these two and they're the central characters and it's gonna be like a buddy kind of movie well yeah i'm gonna go buy a ticket for that in uh, birds of prey uh and if they could give them better a little bit better costume then you could you got huntress and black canary uh there yeah. together you know so people like people like duos you know no matter what Speaking that's never that's never sure. gotten old is like a duo together that's never been people like when you when you talk about like movies that are underrated or if like i mean the nice guys it's two pairings together that was great i love that movie and it didn't get appreciated like as it did you know i say the same thing about miami vice again it's a cop you know it's a duo duos are really yeah. work well Look yeah, at the I, was like, trilogy. I was telling phil that uh when it comes to iron man you know, i'm very i'm very split on iron man 3 but one of the things that works really, really well in that is Rhodey and Tony's, you know, partnership and the way they yeah. play out. I mean, even though it's not the first time, but like they, it is more buddy, it is a more buddy yeah. cop like in, in a lot of the scenes. No, after the first Iron Man, after the first Iron Man, it was something a little different about Rhodey. I just, I don't know. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. And go. MCU, Captain America Winter Soldier is it's a team up movie with with Cap and Black Widow. Yep. Yep, exactly. We just we talked about that earlier. I mean that's the thing, but you have to sell it like that. So maybe mm -hmm. that could be an idea of something. It's like, yeah, you can have the solo movies, but you know what? Think about the just pair pair these people off, you know? And I'm telling you, if like if they could secure Cavill and Affleck, it's like, dude, just Go fucking balls to the wall and say world's finest. Yeah, yep. Do it. Just fucking do it. And and everybody would be like, Wow. Everybody would be shocked. It would rock the internet big time. World's finest with Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Jesus Christ. That would be something amazing. And then and then you could even have some cameos that thrown in there. Maybe Gal Gadot could show up in there. Who knows? But don't even announce it. Keep it a secret. May, just no. sell it as those two. And that movie would be fucking huge. It would be huge. 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 I'm just spitballing here. But uh, uh, a Will Smith, Idris Elba. Oh, that would be up. Not, uh, not the full task force S, but just, just the two, you know, assassins. And maybe they got to find oh, a stroke. Oh yeah, a lot of people were wanting that after the Suicide Squad and seeing, yeah, and and yeah. and that would be huge too. I mean, obviously with the Will Smith stuff that's happened this year, obviously it's like <laughs> starting to wind down now. But I mean, yeah, but imagine just right like this. Oh, everybody, everybody loves to be in a movie together. My God, like, like 
it would not do this, but it would be so perfect if like Amanda Waller goes to um, to Deadshot and starts talking to talk to him and starts taunting him about you know what would happen to his daughter and keep my daughter's name out of I mean, if you wanted to lean into it, yeah, that could be something that's in it. I mean, I mean, Will Smith, you're gonna have to. Sure, lose. Gonna, why not? That's always gonna be a part of his. Uh, that's always gonna be on his back about that. Yep. So yep. if he were to like do something like that in a movie. I think people would actually go, oh, my God, he actually did that, and they would laugh their asses off. So you actually might be on something there, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, got to lean into it. But anyways, guys, you know what? I think uh, this is a good spot to wrap up. I mean, this is, um, you know, this has been fun, as always. I think we got our points out there. And, again, I think we all should be the head of uh, D.C. I think we came up with some good ideas. I don't know about you. (laughs) You're looking at our writer's room. Exactly. Yeah, take whatever you're going to pay that one person and just divide it up into, uh, you know, into uh, seven <laughs> right here. And just, fun. We'll do yeah. all the work, and then Jacob will feed us chocolate-covered strawberries. I like it. But uh, let's go around the horn and uh, promote ourselves. And, uh, uh, hey, he's still awake, and thank God that uh, when you said it like, – <laughs> When Carrie asked that if you got pineapple on your pizza, you said hell no. So, yeah, there you go, Bill. Well, it's always a blast doing these Patreon chats, my guy. Uh, if y'all want to follow me along, it's just at Unfiltered. You can also catch me on the Four Nerds most Thursdays and um, my podcast, The Eternal Night, as well as Superhero Stress, which recently I had carry on. We talked about Marvel Studios panel and how much of an experience that was as well. So, if you guys want to, by all means, check that out. I'll do it. All right, and then uh, what, what's on your pizza? By the way, I have to—I have to know. I'm—I'm I'm a plain Jane man, pepperoni. Okay, that's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Good pepperoni pizza, fine by me. All right, Eric. All right, as as well, pineapple. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know. Well, like I said, this time I just put the lime in the coconut, like the song goes, and I drank it both times. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, you can see, you can find me on YouTube at Hardball Entertainment. You can see me on Twitter at Hardball Films. We're still working on the. Um, we're still trying to get the cast together for Just League Sunset of the Gods. And speaking of that, Phil, the more I listen to your voice, the more I'm thinking you would be a great Superman. Come on, why don't you? Why don't you apply? Do a recording, DM me. <laughs> Let's please, Phil. I mean, I already sent you some stuff for a different character, but yeah, I can do something for Superman. <laughs> 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 no, he's got a good voice. He's got a good voice for it. I try. <laughs> just make sure you don't fall asleep during the recordings. We'll do. <laughs> Dude, that's we'll always do. gonna be your thing now, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. All right, cool. All right, Carrie, got anything to plug? Uh find me uh a bit in Dayton, Ohio, apparently. I don't know how I ended up out here. Um <laughs> you look very relaxed though. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm on the one piece of cushioning that I have in my. <laughs> how was the, how was the weather there today? How was the weather there today? Uh, it's it's uh, during the day. It's actually been a little humid, which is uh, I'm not used to humidity. Uh, it's been hot off and on, but not nothing overwhelmingly hot or anything like that. And then it cools down decently in the evenings. So they get like at least in this time of year, I think they get like you know 20 minutes of rain each day. You know, or something no, like that. No. So, 
Uh, but anyways, uh, at KM M. Vandenberg on Twitter. And as Phil mentioned, I appeared on Superhero Stress to talk Comic-Con the, and the Marvel Studios Hall H panel. I also did do a sh- an episode on the DC Squad cast with uh, Tim and Scott talking about the Hall H presentation of DC. Uh, and, even, and we went in pretty good depth on, you know, uh, Warner Brothers panels and and the, uh, uh, the Shazam and Black Adam panels and everything. But we did talk about, you know, Henry Cavill not showing up, you know, very much sucking the air out of the room, uh, even though that in, in the room the excitement was there uh, for both those panels, but uh, uh, they they ended up falling flat by the end, unfortunately. So, um, but yeah, we, I talked about that on that uh, episode, uh, whatever whichever most recent episode that was with the with the Squadcast, uh, a lot of fun, uh, and yeah. There it is. And making his debut on this uh, stream, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Hey, folks. I'm just Jason all the way from New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any channels or anything. I'm just a big-time supporter of uh, Dave the Film Junkie. Been rocking for, yeah, for a long time. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I'll be back for sure. And uh, whatever, the, whatever you do, don't put fucking pineapple on your pizza. <laughs> he said it right there people right there from the land Peace down out. under he mentioned it yes. yeah, well, yeah, well, I on the screen so <laughs> yeah 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 don't dare put that devil fruit on your pizza all right jacob or Tana- how do you say her name tenacious bitch tenacious. tanasha i always say it wrong I'm so bad. yeah <laughs> yeah i got none just uh <laughs> Buy this cool. um, Green Lantern movie. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Wait, uh, was it pretty that's good? out physically? I thought it doesn't come out till like next week. Uh, no, it early? no, he got it. He got it. Fuck. Like, All right. Something like that. Is it pretty I, good? I know what Did I gotta go it? look for tomorrow. Holy I mean, shit. Obviously, it's have a moment. We had to watch it too. The show that was this was supposed to promote, which is not happening now. That's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at that. Yes. There's a good look at that cover. I like that cover. And congratulations on, uh, you know, fiance. Look at you. Thank you. Actually, and yeah, that's been since uh, June, the last week of June as well. So, last week of June. So, man, big things have happened. I got to tell you about it. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Well, good week. We'll talk about that. All right. Jose, uh, you know, the, the Dodger fan. Uh, yes, Jose, aka JJJ, uh, thanks to Steph for giving me that nickname. Uh, that's my <laughs> handle right there on Twitter. You can follow me if you want. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I just uh, one final point, I guess I would say I'm excited for the DC, uh, you know, the future of DC. Hopefully, it's not all talk, hopefully, I do mm-hmm. something. And uh, it's not all bad. I mean, Gotham Knights apparently got canceled, so you know it's not all bad news. <laughs> Was that officially get announced? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and yeah, I'll see all you guys in the chat uh, during the week. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, thank, hi, thank you, everybody. What? Oh yeah, yes, say hi to Nikki. Hi Nikki. No, but yeah, but thank you to uh, everybody. Uh, you guys are awesome. For uh, you know, this is a nice little community that we're building up right here, and uh, you know, hopefully we can expand on it and do some things where we do more of this kind of stuff. I always like getting you know discussions and everything, the different voices, different perspectives. Like I said, you know, again, I mean, I think we could be. You know, giving those ideas to fucking Warner Brothers Discovery, you know, what could he do? But, uh, yeah, but you know, you know, talking about what you just said right now, Jose is like, even though, and I and I think I we, me and Enosh kind of um talked about it in messaging, 
is like even though like it's all crazy right now it's kind of exciting because it's like all right maybe something's gonna come out of this and it could be some really cool stuff like stuff that we want maybe it's not fully what we want because obviously we wanted Zach to con con continue his stuff but then if we get remnants of his stuff and we still get some of the actors that we still want it's pretty exciting yep. and even if they do try to do like hey let's do a full reset eventually that's kind of exciting too because like all right so then show me what you got and let's see what happens and everything so it would be pretty cool and <laughs> Jesus Christ all right Clue, I'm wrapping up right now, man, and you just showed up right now. Clue, man. Yes. That's all right. That's all right. I'll come through next time. Yeah. We got three minutes until we got three minutes until ten o'clock. I think Clue is actually my neighbor from across the ditch. Yeah, I think Clue is like he's right across the water. You're in Australia, dude. Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I just walked out of Top Gun. That's why I. Uh, that's why. <laughs> okay, I okay, it. okay. Nice, now, nice. Respect for you showing up right now. Let's talk a little bit Top Gun. What'd you think? Did you? Was that the first time you saw it? First time I saw it. Review was it made the first movie look like a total garbage film. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I have no ties to the first oh, movie. Good. I watched it for the first time. Finally, like it was just always one of those. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I only watched it a couple of weeks ago for the first time. I liked it. It was cool. But in the cinema, seeing the second one, doing it all properly, it was fucking phenomenal. Nice. No, yeah. no, I, I even said that. I think we talked about that a little last night, too. It was like, yeah, it's a better film, but the first one's iconic. But imagine watching that film in 1986. You'd exactly. be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So it's like, oh, yeah, now that it's 2020, whatever that well, well, they filmed it in like 2018 or whatever the fuck. But at the same time, it's like, all right, how do you push it? And, you know, okay, here's a little fun um, uh, fact, I guess, I, that I heard off a podcast. I heard it from, I don't know if anybody knows who the comedian Andrew Schultz is. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Bell. Yeah, look him up. Look him up. He's like he's uh, he's kind of blowing up right now. He's a funny dude, really funny dude. Uh, pushes the boundaries, and uh, he said, give fuck. A fuck. "Yeah, he does not give a fuck." And he said, "Fuck you!" To uh, when he sold this special, basically they were like, "Hey, can you cut some of these jokes? They're a little too risky." And he said, "Fuck no!" Bought his special back, and then he sold it by himself. That's awesome. But he actually had, I guess he had lunch or he had some kind of you know a meal with. Krasinski, uh, Kaczynski, uh, what's it? Joseph Kaczynski, Joseph right? Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Yeah. And yeah. apparently like he, he, he said this on a podcast. I forgot which podcast. Cause he's been making the round. It wasn't, I don't know if it was his own, but he probably said it on his own too. But apparently, uh, Kaczynski told him like, all right, so how I, how he sold Top Gun Maverick to Tom Cruise. Cause apparently Tom Cruise for like the past 30 years has been like, Hey, we have he's been pitched a Top Gun sequel and he's always turned it down. And apparently he was just like, oh, yeah, there was like four different things. He said, um, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally going to butcher it and I'm probably not going to remember like like some of it. But at the same time, he was like one of the things that, that he pitched was like uh, the opening scene. Opening scene is going to have um, you, you know, Pete Mitchell uh, going to that mock 10 kind of thing with the the whole the sonic jet thing and and, and pete mitchell is going to be the fastest man alive oh whoa well so of course that tickled tom cruise like oh so my character is going to be like the fastest man alive cool oh and everything's going to be practical everything's going to be practical also and he goes oh 
okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. So we're not going to do any like set stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, man, nobody pitched that to Tom Cruise. Like they just were like trying to pitch him story ideas, but it's like, he's pitching them how they're going to do some things. And I'm like, that's a good idea to pitch Tom Cruise practical. Like not yet. We're actually going to get people up in jets and all the scenes are not going to be on a set. And then he also pitched them, you know, of course the, the, the whole goose thing, you know, the, the goose son thing and yeah. then he uh the last thing was we're not going to call it top gun 2 we're going to call it top gun maverick and i guess that was the final nail in the coffin for tom <laughs> to be like Pills to the ego yeah. yes you know yeah. i mean like you know let's face he's like, it well, shit. he's like well shit you should have led with that yeah <laughs> so apparently like those four things were like you know i mean i'm sure he's gotten different variations of like the the goose thing but with everything else, I've been like, hey, we're going to like what he was pitching was like, hey, we're going to do it. And this is how I'm going to title it. It wasn't even so much what the story was going to be fully about. It's like, yeah, there's going to be the goose aspect. But he was like practicality. Uh, you know, Pete Mitchell's going to like we're going to have a start up. The first scene's going to be him pushing the boundaries of like flight. And then, yeah. And then we're going to and then just to round it off. We're like, no, nah, not Top Gun two, Top Gun maverick and it was like whoa that that apparently that's what did it that's what did it you have to assume like chris mcquarrie writing it as well or the screenplay by yeah helps all that um yeah no Mm -hmm. it was it was great i i thought miles teller was really good too um Mm -hmm. the dude who was hangman as well i was looking at him the whole time going who are you you remind me of someone and then it clicked to me at the end that he looks so much like young val kilmer and it was like yeah He's they, they the guy, yeah. That actor, Glenn. Oh, by the way, Joseph, Joseph Kaczynski. I think he'd do. He'd be a good uh, Man of Steel sequel director. I think with yeah. Cavill. So, mm-hmm. the, Glenn Powell. He's the guy in Dark Knight Rises that Bane snaps the neck of at the stock exchange. Yep, he was in there. Yeah, he bro. was in there. Yeah, I was. I was looking up his IMDb immediately after, and I'm like, haven't seen him in really anything. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, okay, but he he's just like, has that face. He has that face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. But yeah, I mean, but but then we're all like going, hey, he could be a good Hal Jordan, maybe, or a guy gardener, maybe, you know, somebody. Yeah. He's got he's got that douchey type quality where you look at him, you want to punch him in the face, but at the same time, yeah. maybe he'll be a good guy. I mean, that's what happened hey, in top or, of uh, that. Or like, that's, that's or like Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds kind of like in the similar <laughs> path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> in a similar fashion but uh anyways yeah we're gonna wrap this up clue thank you for joining right at the last Hello, minute uh, the next time we do it <laughs> the next time we do it well hopefully you'll join more at the beginning but yeah Absolutely. we're going on three hours right now but i appreciate you joining in and uh look forward to uh the next one guys and everybody you uh smash yeah. that like thumbs up do all that stuff everything's down there and uh if you want to participate yeah i mean trying to build this patreon family it's a lot of fun you know talk it's been to you guys. a pleasure guys yeah, exactly. So, all right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.